0: So yesterday, or last night, it started to storm like worse than I've seen it in a while. I would say a while, but it's not really. It's the same storm that we just seen out on sea and the same storm that I've seen like four years ago. And immediately, as soon as it started storming and it was so recognizable, I made my way outside and... At first I was making my way to the ship because I thought maybe someone was trying to steal uh, the objects that we had locked away. But that that wasn't the case. It was something else. And I wouldn't have known that until like literally three consecutive strike hit, hits, hits of lightning. I don't know how you say that. Um, hit the governor's manor. That's got to be where it was. So I started making my way there and I ran into Slim and the Rambler. I don't know why they were out. I assume they had the same kind of assumption that I had. But it was way too cold out for us to be staying out there. And for some reason, both of them were getting hit by flying barrels. And eventually, Slim was covered in pasta sauce, I think. So we decided to hide in an alley. And we were going to climb up into the room that that the, the captain was in. By Once again, by coincidence, I, we kind of found his hotel room and we were trying to climb up there but the rambler apparently has no upper body strength and could not climb the rope uh even with assistance so i was gonna try to help them get into a back door by finding some kind of lock picking materials in the captain's room but someone burst in and pointed a gun at me thinking i was some kind of thief so i leapt out of the building and then i don't remember what happened after that but my wrist is broken so i think i got hurt um we decided that we were going to try to break into the governor's mansion. And after we all kind of went our separate ways and I went and got my brother away from the church because I just have a bad feeling about Lucinia, about what Lucinia has been kind of putting into his head. So I wanted him to spend less time around her. So I, that's why I went and got him. We went to the governor's manor. Kind of shit just kind of went bad. Slim can't lie for shit and Dorian took drastic measures but I needed to silence the guy that he had just shot in the head so I ran out I I actually couldn't, I failed, he sidestepped me but Adele got him so we were able to subdue the guy, he's unconscious and stuffed in the bushes now I guess we're dressing up like the workers to get inside we have no plan and this is all gonna go to hell pretty quick if we don't figure something out soon
1: So we cue some sneaking music, maybe a, a low groovy bassline, to know that it's, it's time for stealth as we see the crew in disguise pretending to clear debris on a pile of charred blackened wood that used to be an outshed for the governor's manor. They are on the governor's lush estate, they are in the garb of indentured servants who were being paid-in, paid-off debts to clear rubble and erect a new shed. The party probably doesn't look all that much like the five people they replaced, but hey, you know, when it comes to nobles, they tend to not look past the uniform. So the crew, you know, you're you're out here pretending like you're working when a, a kind of short, square man in a very nice tuxedo uh strolls out he's bald and has a mustache that uh has the septum shaved so it's like one of those two two two-part mustaches and he he comes out at an exact 15 minute interval excuse me sirs and madams i extend the offer again the governor notices that you have been working for the past and he pulls out a ornate gold stopwatch four and a half hours and would like to know if you would be willing to join them in the parlor for some tea and biscuits perhaps ease yourselves for a 15 minute break
2: the reveler kind of looks around at everyone else like with a, with a if there were subtitles it'd be like this
1: is too good to be true right The man, who uh, you all start to get the vibe that this might be the butler, just based on how he's dressed and how he acts, is not looking at you guys. He's looking past you guys, just like in that sort of respectful but slightly condescending way that nobles do to servants. And he says, I know you rejected the offer 15 minutes ago, but I am coming out with it again since, of course, four and a half hours is too long for young men and women such as yourselves to be toiling out in the sun. What do you say? This
0: kind of sounds like a really bad idea.
1: What was that? He <laughs>
3: uh, said that sounds lovely.
1: Well, I'm glad you've come around. Please follow me. And the man does not an about-heel turn and starts walking back towards the palace with his hands behind his back.
2: Rambler gives Slim like a one eyebrow raised uh, <laughs> once the dude turns around and then just kind of like shrugs and starts walking.
3: Slim is already following him.
2: This
0: seems like a really bad idea.
4: A break's a break, and Dorian's going to start walking and trailing after him.
0: What do you mean a break?
1: Okay, oh god. I will show you into the secondary guest parlor on the second floor. Please do not leave that room and enter into any other rooms. I will return in 15 minutes after you have enjoyed the pleasant music from our newly newly made gramophone, and um, some tea and refreshments. He opens the rear door of the estate for you guys and offers you in. And he gives everyone, like, as they pass by, he seems to, like, kind of notice you guys for the first time and gives gives y'all some weird looks. He looks up at Slim and squints like, did that dude always have a bandana
4: on? I think Dorian offers a bit of a smile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, His expression is is either stony-faced or confused. He does not appear to respond to the smile with anything other than, quest que say? and when you uh, when you enter in to the opulent manor immediately the the air cools by like 5 degrees and the interior is beautiful it is all like wood panel furnishings and um beautiful paintings lining the walls and even this the back entrance which is like this small tight corridor with like a spiral staircase right next to it it just it looks beautiful and he, the butler Uh, guides y'all into a side room he opens the door there is a guard standing in front of it who nods at you all he's wearing you know a a, like simple guard uniform carrying a musket with a bayonet affixed on the end and has a tricornered hat on his head and you guys all enter into a small modest wouldn't quite be the right word but less opulent than the rest of the house parlor with kind of weirdly bright yellow flowered pattern wallpaper and um probably the most expensive thing in the room a gramophone actually it might be a graphophone now that i think about it it uses wax cylinders the butler places a wax cylinder in and plays it and he turns back and he looks at y'all with a slightly different look and he says of course the right honorable lord mayor sloan would not want any of her indentured servants to believe they are being mistreated and he gives you all meaningful looks and then says biscuits and tea are on the table and respectfully walks out of the room
4: yeah so i'm going after that tea and biscuits no questions asked
1: i lean over to rambler
0: should i just like slip off and go see what i can find
4: that
2: that'd probably be a good idea
0: Alright, uh... Just, uh,
2: make, sure, make sure you have a good cover story.
0: I'm looking for the... I'm looking for the the latrine. Yeah, that... that'd probably work. Okay, uh... I'm gonna look for an exit. That, that guy... is there more than one exit to this room?
1: There are two exits to this room. One is the door you came in. The other is a door that's cleverly disguised to look like one of the wood-paneled walls and has actually some wallpaper over it, but there is a clearly visible doorknob. You do remember seeing a guard stationed outside the door you came in.
0: Okay. I will go out the other door. Uh, oh God, I don't like this idea.
1: <laughs> um, You're going out the second door?
0: Not the door we came in, essentially. It's locked.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, the door disguised as part of the wall, I mean. It's locked. Hmm.
0: Are there any utensils in the room that I could maybe use to pick the
1: lock? You don't have your thieves' tools on you? Oh, right. The captain gave me some. Yes, the captain gave you some somewhat shitty ones that he had in his boot. Uh, they're they're actually pieces of, like, gun cleaning equipment.
0: Yeah, so I used the captains. Um...
1: Where, where did you put them in your new uniform? Just in, like, uh, one of the deep pockets?
0: Yeah, in one of the deep pockets that would normally be used to carry tools and stuff like that. So
1: you only have one hand to use, so you're doing this at disadvantage.
0: Oh, right, I forgot. (laughs) I'm wounded, I'm crippled.
1: Yeah, you have a sprained wrist. Make or preserve us.
0: Uh, Thieves' tools are dexterity and proficiency, right? Yep. That's not bad.
1: What'd you get, son?
0: Not as good. That's a 12.
1: Hmm. Lucky for you, it is a very simple lock. One pin, one tumbler. You manage to pop it open, you're a little sloppy, like... Not your best work, your your wrist, it, it has stopped hurting when you're not moving it, but when you're moving it and using it, it definitely hurts. And so you, you wince a few times as you pop open this door, but you do manage to open this uh, locked door that is disguised to be part of the wall, and it opens to a very cramped, not opulent at all, wood hallway. One of the walls is actually stone, it looks like you kind of have to go sideways to scramble through it, it is a servant's hallway.
0: Okay, I'll, I'm going to start my way through that doorway. Um,
1: Please make a stealth check for opening and closing a door quietly.
0: Yes, sir. Stealth. My stealth is uh, pretty decent. And I don't think this is a disadvantage, is it? No, it is not. Cool. I rolled an 18, so that's
1: 23. You open and close that door so quietly. I forget I'm there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone sees Azazel just, like, bend down to start picking the lock, and y'all are just, like, focused on eating this delicious tea and biscuits. It's exquisite, by the way. And, uh, and then you look back, and Azazel's just gone.
2: I want to say that this whole time Rambler has been making, like, first off, he's been devouring the food, as if he is someone who hasn't eaten in years. It's so good, too. Yeah, it's it's delicious. It's probably some of the best food that he's had in a while. Uh, and he... I think that all of this, like he's kind of making a scene just because of how much he's eating. I think just that people are, are looking at him, you know, with like with like their high manners. They're like, oh,
1: well, dear. There, there is actually no one in this room except for you guys. But...
4: So you're just literally disgusting, doorless. You know he's trying you know, to eat you. Right.
2: <laughs> that that is that is that is correct.
1: But you all see the biscuits are like on this three three plate ascending thing that has a metal pole through the middle and three plates stacked on top of each other, and they all have biscuits on them. And he's gone through the top plate. He's like three quarters of the way through the second plate, and y'all have like just gotten there.
4: Dorian slaps his hand when he starts going through the second plate. Um, Curious, what kind of tea are we drinking? Because I know know I'm going to get myself some free tea.
1: Uh, It's black tea. So think an an Earl Grey or English breakfast, uh, but it is neither of those. It does taste very good though, if you like tea.
2: I have a feeling Leanne's character really likes tea. That's just <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> probably, he thinks it's fine. <laughs> probably a pretty safe assumption. It tastes... Yeah, honestly, I like tea, but even I don't really know what good quality tea is like. But I imagine it has a taste. It has a good taste.
4: It has a flavor. Uh, and
1: <laughs> yes, and and you're and you're digging it. There is there are like a few cubes of sugar and a very small little uh, little thing of um, of cream, but they they barely spared any cream for you guys. They're not like you know, they're they're offering you guys a snack, but they're not breaking the bank for you.
4: I know Dorian would probably take a sip, wrinkle his nose, because if I remember correctly, black tea isn't the sweetest, correct?
1: Uh, no, it's a bit bitter. Uh, It's definitely something a lot of people add milk and sugar into.
4: Yeah, he's gonna lather it with, like, cream and sugar, just probably more than what would be considered normal for this tea, but he's enjoying it.
1: Uh, yeah, no, it, it, like, with, with some cream and sugar in it, man, it's delicious. So, y'all are enjoying your sanctioned 15-minute break, and, you know, maybe like three or four minutes have passed, and so far no one's bothered you. And Azazel, you've slipped out.
2: These are so good. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> The Rambler is very much enjoying his 15-minute break. Uh, and Azazel, you've slipped out. You're in this, like, little servant's corridor. It's a little dark. There are a few tallow-burning candles or, um rush rush candles like little reed candles sticking up uh it has a completely different vibe you can only go one of two directions what do you do
0: so what are the two directions i can go
1: left or left or right i will go left okay uh oh sorry i should explain left would be towards the front of the manor and right would be towards the rear of the manor
0: then i will go right
1: okay so you start heading towards the rear of the manor you did enter in through the rear manor door you start heading towards the rear of the manor You do some walking, and you start hearing, like, the clink and tink of silverware, and you actually see another door leading into a new room. And if you press your ear to it, which you you don't have to roll perception or anything for it, you can obviously hear the sounds of a kitchen, where, like, things are being cooked and items being prepared, and you can hear people chatter.
0: I will take a moment to kind of see if I can peek into there.
1: There is... Mm, I'm going to say there's no way to see into the kitchen, but you could press your ear to the door and listen. You could also open the door and walk in if you wish.
0: That doesn't sound like a good idea.
2: Okay, here, here's what you got to do. You
1: just rambler, stories coming to into it. Azazel, you got to knock everyone out, steal their clothes, and then we're going to look like the kitchen crew. Got to go full <laughs> Hitman Agent 47 on this. Uh, so Azazel, do you want to listen in? Do you want to walk in? Or do you want to continue going down this path?
0: I'm going to take a moment to listen.
1: So you hear the clink and clatter of utensils, you hear people making food, and as they do so, they're talking. And one of them says, So do you think Allie's going to recover? She seemed pretty beat up. And the other person nearby says, Uh, I don't know, I mean, she just narrowly avoided those lightning strikes and then the building fell on her. I mean, it's going to take a while to recover. And the first voice says, but she didn't look too bad when I saw her. I mean, a few cuts and scrapes, uh, quite a few cuts and scrapes, but not terrible. Uh, where is she now? Again, I, I want to visit her when we're done with this shift. There's a pause as you hear them distinctly crunch into an apple. And then they say, "Um, um I'm pretty sure it's uh Servant's Quarters Room 235, so second floor. And the other person, who you're pretty sure now is the cook, because they're coming from kind of the direction of, like, sizzling and cooking noises. And they say, Okay, well, if you see her between then, give her my well wishes. And, you know, I I hope she recovers soon. Roger that. Thanks for the apple, by the way. And then you hear the the conversation stop and the second voice footsteps recede. Okay.
0: I'm going to push on. And... I'm going to try to find my way to where they said she was. I don't know if these hallways are going to be able to get me there, though.
1: Uh, yeah, you continue down. The hallway leads in a dead end and another doorway. You cannot hear anything beyond this doorway.
0: I'm going to creak it open and try to see what's beyond this doorway.
1: Yeah, you creak it open, and you actually see you're opening a, like, side wooden panel. Actually, I should rephrase. This is not a doorway. This is like a crawl hatchway. So you have to duck to get through this. But you're opening up a wooden panel that opens into the hallway that you guys actually entered into when you came in through the back door. There is a spiral staircase right ahead of you, and down to the right, you can clearly see the feet of a guard. Please make a stealth check. Thirteen. The individual does not seem to notice you at all, and after the slight creak of the doorway opening, you freeze for a second and you hear very distantly.
0: Someone's sleeping.
1: Yeah, he's snoring. Oh, the guard. Okay, good. It's the guard sleeping. He rolled a one on his perception. (laughs) Oh, good.
0: Uh, that's good. That's good to know. I am going to proceed forward, um... Oh, I'm not sure what I'd, I'm looking for anymore.
1: <laughs> if you if You're you remember for that
0: the octahedron, hedron, hedron, I know what I'm looking for. That remember the
4: lightning, Rambler. lightning,
1: lightning. Ramblers' voice and Dorian's voice echo in your head as you remember your try the, the dumb waiter,
2: waiter, waiter. <laughs> it probably has more food.
0: Food. I'm gonna climb into the dumb waiter, and see if I can pull uh. myself up.
1: Yeah, screw it, there's a dumbwaiter here. I, I was about to say, there is also a spiral staircase right in front of you.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, but I'm more likely to run into someone on a spiral staircase than a dumbwaiter. But if there's not actually that's a dumbwaiter, if that's just something Rambler made up, I'm not going to go for a dumbwaiter.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to say there's a dumbwaiter here. Why not? There's a dumbwaiter in, like, every room. It's like the, the super fancy Victorian-era mansion.
0: I will climb into the dumbwaiter, and I'm going to try to make my way upstairs. As dumb of an idea as that kind of sounds right
1: now. You open up the dumbwaiter to find, surprise, surprise, there is some food in here. It looks like some stale bread and a pitcher of water, as well as a, like, little basin that looks slightly fancier than uh, everything else with a wet, warm washcloth in it.
0: I'm going to scoot this stuff aside, and I'm going to try to pull myself up, if possible. Uh, I don't know if that's something I can do from inside of it. (laughs) I don't know how dumbwaiters
1: actually work. Much to your surprise... As you start climbing in, someone else begins to pull the dumbwaiter up.
0: Oh no. Uh I I don't have time to climb out, do I?
1: No. Uh there there's a creaking and groaning of of uh wood and uh ropes as the dumbwaiter is pulled up to the second floor and it opens and you see a Ah, uh, what's the word like a a, a matronly looking woman who is who's in like in the outfit of, of a servant, like a maid, and she kind of like gives a gives a shocked gasp and lets go of the rope when she sees you, and the dumb waiter begins to descend again. What do you do?
0: I'm gonna try to catch myself to prevent myself from falling. I don't <laughs> okay, want to fall. Yeah. You have
1: one hand, friend. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Make an athletics roll at disadvantage. Uh okay. Uh oh catch yourself no. before the dumb raider wrecks yourself. Oh no.
0: It's a net one. Breaks you break your other
1: hand! <laughs> Big oof. Okay, yeah, so the dumb raider crashes down to the bottom level with a, with a large tool, and the clattering and crashing. The pitcher of water spills over and drenches you, Azazel.
2: Joe? You, you get
1: hit in the head with a spare piece of bread, yes? Do, do we hear this as well? You, in, to- in you hear it loud head. and clear.
2: I uh... am going to cast a minor illusion to make a glass breaking sound in the crumpet room.
1: Oh, that's great. Okay, immediately the door opens and the guard walks in and says, what was that noise?
4: Is there actually, like, any glass on the floor?
1: There n- isn't.
2: I don't make any glass up here.
4: Okay, because if you'd like, I, I Dorian's going to, when you, when you make that noise, Dorian's going to go and raise his uh, hand with the ring and raises a brow at you.
1: It, well while you're doing that a dude busts in a guard busts in and says what the hell was that noise he really like puts his hands up and says Whoa, who's well, that brother it, it it was nothing you didn't break one of Sloane's priceless vases did you and he starts scanning the room for like three different places he's clearly looking hey 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 get those grubby hands away from there and he like pushes you guys away from the main table and he's like looking around and he's like i don't i don't see it and he, he appears to be determined to look for whatever priceless thing you no doubt broke. Meanwhile, I think, I think Azazel. I'm just, oh, just yes. going to let him. <laughs> yeah, he, he like gets down on his hands and knees and starts like crawling around the n- probably extremely expensive rug. Like, where is it? By uh, the way,
4: while he's crawling, if he crawls nearby Dorian, he is going to attempt to, to uh, wipe off the crumbs off his hands on his back so the crumbs get all over his back.
3: What
1: a rude dude. Azazel, you are... I'm not gonna say you took any damage. Actually, no. You take one point of damage. You take one point of damage because you fell like a good 12 feet in this dumbwaiter. And even though you know it's a dumb waiter, like it, there's stuff to kind of break your fall. There were also objects inside, like this basin with the washcloth in it, that just like slammed against you. So you're having you're having a bad time.
4: Yeah. This other arm.
1: You do not sprain your other wrist. But yeah, so you 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 crash land. But most importantly, it makes a very loud, very obvious noise. What do you do? Uh. So,
0: is there. Is the dumbwaiter broken? No, hold on. On first glance. This is really bad because she's going to
1: go tell someone what was going on. Uh, you, you do hear above you, you can hear it pretty faintly, like some, someone like hyperventilating and then saying, oh, oh yeah, I I think there's a servant in the dumbwaiter. And one, uh, another person says, help me with that, help me with that. And she says, aha, I was, I was wondering why it was so heavy. Uh, and then they start pulling it up again. What do you do?
0: I'm going to hop out of the dumbwaiter as they start pulling it up again. And then I'm going to start making my way quietly up the stairs and try to use that dumbwaiter situation as a distraction, maybe. Sure.
1: Uh, unfortunately for you, Azazel, you are dripping wet and leaving wet footprints as you go. Oh no! Uh, I so forgot you... I was
0: wet. Uh,
1: there was a whole ass pitcher of water in there, my dear. Oh
0: uh, damn! Um, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I'm gonna keep going anyways. I'm too. I'm too spurred on by the fact that there's one of those objects definitely here.
1: Okay, so you, you scramble up the stairs and you hear below you in the hallway a door open. And someone say, "Guard, guard, abandoned his post again. <clears throat> There's been an accident with the dumb. I'll settle it myself." And you hear footsteps as someone starts to follow you
0: up the stairs or down the stairs.
1: Uh, the, down in in the in the hallway you just exited by going up the stairs. So someone's following
0: me up the stairs.
1: They will be in a second once they see those wet footprints.
0: I'm gonna start going a little bit faster, and I'm gonna try to find some. Uh, I'm leaving foot... I'm leaving footprints. God damn it!
1: So <laughs> you you reach so the bad. second floor. Is there anywhere I could kind of like duck into? Hmm. I'll I'll describe to you what you see on the second floor. Maybe so a latrine
0: or a bathroom.
1: You get up the spiral staircase, and you see two women pulling the dumbwaiter up. Uh, both like kind of breathing heavily from exertion. But then one of them stops and says, wait a minute, isn't it a lot lighter than it was before? And then the first one pulls it up the rest of the way and they both look at each other and they say, he's gone. You're right behind them. Is there somewhere I can duck into? There are a few doorways in this area. You're in a wide hallway, a wide second floor hallway. There's a door like immediately on your left that's open, but you can see it very clearly leads into like another hall, a larger area and then there are a few doors ahead of that. No matter what, you're gonna have to sneak behind these two ladies. So I need to roll a real stealth check. You're gonna have to make me a stealth check, my dude. With them wet shoes. Exactly.
0: So is that a disadvantage or no?
1: Uh no, it's it's normal. I'm not gonna give you disadvantage for wet shoes, but they it will make it easier to track you. I got an eighteen. Eighteen? Okay. They're they're too busy. Like, looking at the dumbwaiter and being like, where the hell did he go? And, like, poking their heads in, like, what the fuck? You just sneak in that that left door, or do you want to keep going to a different door?
0: Let's start with the left door, just because it's the closest one. and I don't want them to turn around and be like, oh, there he is!
1: Okay, you duck into the left door. It appears to be the door to the servants' quarters. There are thin hallways here, like, countertops, uh, shelves where, like, cutlery and things are being stored. And it's in kind of a grid pattern, so like straight ahead, the hall banks off to the right, and you can hear voices down there. They're hushed and not sounding very, like, active. You don't hear anyone moving, and uh, that's about it. So the, this is definitely like a small, kind of more enclosed space, but it's a seri- another series of hallways, and there are people in here. What do you do? What
0: kind of people are in here?
1: It sounds like servants speaking quietly off screen, like you can't see them from where you are.
0: Okay, I'm going to start moving forward. Now, the servants that I've seen so far, have they looked like me or no?
1: They aren't dressed the same as you, but... Um... Oh, I've got an idea anyways. I'm going to walk towards
0: one of the ser- towards one of the voices I hear. Uh, well, no, here's... No, 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 sorry. Let me correct that. I'm not walking towards the voices I hear, but I'm going to not worry too much about where they are. And I'm going like, to make my way forward... And I'm going to start looking through, look open, like maybe cracking doors open and looking in to see what's in there and then closing them if I don't see what anything of interest. So as I go, I'm going to open like different, you know, servant doors.
1: Yeah. So you crack a few doors open and you see empty bed chambers, like really sparse Spartan bunk, uh, like barracks like areas for the servants. And then you keep going and you turn a corner and you see one of the bedroom doors, the servant quarter doors is left open and you can hear the voices coming from inside there. And the voices are, are all like, I hope she's going to be all right. Where is that bread and water and the warm cloth I had you fetch for her? I uh, I don't know. They must have been delayed. I'll, I'll go check with Marianne. You notice it is like marked room 203, which is the one that was mentioned earlier by the cook oh, and good. the dude with him. Uh, so... It's really easy to duck out of sight here. Like, you can just duck into into a doorway. Do you just, like, avoid it when someone leaves the room and returns to try and go figure out what's wrong with the dumb dumbwaiter?
0: Yeah, I'm going to duck into a different room just briefly until I hear their footsteps reach, um, disappearing.
1: Uh, a man in a servant's uniform, which you are realizing looks pretty similar to yours. Maybe not exactly the same, but, like, you know, he he has a similar air about him. Like, his sleeves are rolled up. It's, like, mainly white. Or white cloth, and he he walks by mumbling, Where in the world did And then he's gone. Do you continue okay. to go look into room two oh three?
0: Yeah, then I'm gonna go to two yeah, then I'm gonna go to room two oh three.
1: Okay. So you, you move forward and you poke your head in, and you see two servants. They're sitting on crates that have been overturned to use as stools, and they are next to one of them is holding the hand of a woman who looks ill and is lying in bed in one of the bottom bunks you can just faintly see crisscrossing lines of little cuts all down her arm the arm that is over the bed covers
0: oh no uh, so are there people around her right this second
1: two people and they're both completely focused on her
0: is there anything in the room that would spark my interest anything else uh
1: there are there is a servant's uniform that someone has vacated, so just, like, servant's clothes lying on the floor, they are bloody.
0: Better than the ones I cur- I'm currently wearing? Like, mine are for, like, outdoor employees, aren't they? And for indentured yeah, servants. Yeah, yours are
1: for the indentured servants uh, that work on the grounds, so, like, grounds groundskeeper uniforms. Uh, what you see here is... No, actually, what you see here is a stable hands uniform. So it's actually pretty similar to what you have, though it is clearly... Well, I'm not sure if you would know this, but you can you can determine it is fit for a woman, of maybe somewhat taller than Azazel. So not something I could put on and convincingly wear. Got gotcha. and it's also pretty bloody and a little charred and scorched. Oh, good. But that's that's definitely what you see here. And you you see these two servants. They're like worried about their friend, or who you assume is their friend, who is lying on the on the table or on the bed, covered in little cuts. Okay,
0: I was hoping to talk to her
1: after 10 seconds pass. You hear a voice behind you say who are you and why do you look like you're sneaking around? Uh, It's
0: not so much that I was sneaking around. I was just trying to get up here to see if she was all right
1: Do you turn around and look at who's there?
0: Yes, I'll turn around.
1: It's a man looking a little disgruntled holding a uh, Little basin with a washcloth in it and a now empty pitcher of water Oh, no, he says ah I assume you are the mysterious dumbwaiter boy.
0: Yeah. Um I, I know it's I shouldn't be here but uh I I can't uh, say I recognize uh, you. Are you
1: one of the stable hands?
0: Yes. I'm one of the stable oh. hands.
1: Then I assume you're here to see Allie.
0: Yes, I I am. I'm I'm I wanted to check up on on her.
1: Oh, that's very considerate. I didn't know she had any friends in the stables. And he like walks in and says, "Follow me."
0: I follow I I'm going to stand up and and follow him. This is going kind of way better than I thought it would. Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
1: the, the the man announces you as uh, this mysterious stable boy apparently snuck in to get, to say hi to Allie, and they, the two servants there look back, and one of them says, a very earnest friend, or, and then the other one says, a secret admirer. And they both give you a very expectant look.
0: I, uh, no, no, not, not that, not that at all. No, it's nothing... It's nothing like that. Just oh,
1: he's definitely just, interested in her. One of them says to the other, "Uh, just a f- friend." Uh, when did you meet? Working at the stables? Oh, I'm I'm sure we we t- we don't get to see the stable hands much. Allie here, she's she's just a, a practically a regular. She sneaks in so often. I it's luckily she hasn't been caught more than she has. And they're they're all like kind of happily gossiping about servant stuff. A lot of which is going over your head, Azazel. Yeah,
0: yeah, I imagine.
1: You, you but... have a much better look, though, at this mysterious alley. It is a stable hand. She is currently lying in bed with the covers, like, pulled up to her chin, but one of her arms over it. And on that arm, you can clearly see it's covered in cuts. Her face has some, like, soot stains on it, but they appear to be, like, mostly wiped away. There's a cloth draped over her forehead. She has, like, light brown hair that's pulled back away from her face. And she looks like she's in a fitful sleep at the moment. Do you know? Do you know when she'll wake up? The two servants sitting at her bedside say, "Any minute now. She's recovering remarkably well. We believe maybe there's some kind of fever, but she she seems fine. It, it's really mysterious to us, really." And the other one says, "Yeah, we just assumed that the uh, I guess wood splinters gave her all these horrible cuts. We've cleaned them up as best we can." So
0: what exactly happened?
1: The man who was behind you, who first discovered you, he sets down the pitcher and squeezes out the washcloth and replaces the one that's already on her forehead, and he says, You didn't hear? She was struck by lightning three times while in the outshed.
0: If if you think she'll wake up soon, do you think it'd be possible if I could stay here and by her bedside?
1: Uh, The two servants next to them give you like a, a raised eyebrows look, and they're like, Oh, of course.
0: Uh, is there anywhere for me to sit down?
1: The man who's replaced the washcloth pulls out with like a, an uncomfortably loud, like dragging a, a dragging a chair across a wood floor sound. He pulls out a uh, a wooden crate, and just like pats it a few times.
0: Oh, thank you. And I will awkwardly sit down and. Await her to wake or await her waking up.
1: They they keep chatting. It nothing really of consequence. They're mainly reiterating, like, oh, I'm happy to see at least someone's worried about her. Ah yes, her condition's quite improving. Uh it's really mysterious. The whole thing is super strange. And then they start talking about like conspiracy theories, like, oh I, I bet it was a trap laid by the mistress because She's been sneaking it out so many times, and they're all talking about this, like, wacky stuff. And then one of them says, do you remember how angry she got when she found out? We all thought it was the outshed, but she kept saying, search the structure, search the structure. And then they they found out that someone had stolen something from her cabinet of curiosities. Can you believe it? I can't imagine who
0: would do such a thing. From the mistress's cabinet of curiosities? I can't believe she did that.
1: They look at you and they say, I know, it's completely ridiculous, especially because the the item is completely worthless. Honestly, we were thinking, since, I mean, we know our, our good friend Allie here, she'll sneak anywhere, but she is no thief. She won't take anything without permission. Eh, well, except maybe bread from the bakers. That, that's neither here nor there. She, we're pretty sure she found it there. I mean, that's our running guess. We'll ask her when she wakes up, obviously.
0: So... So did she return it to the Cabinet of Curiosities when
1: she found it? Oh, well, Sloane certainly did. She was in a right fit about it. And I mean, who can blame her? It, I mean, if it's in the Cabinet of Curiosities, it's probably valuable, but it looked like a worthless lump of metal to me. Huh. But what I don't understand is how it got there, because Allie certainly does not possess the skills to crack into the cabinet. I mean, that thing is locked up tight, and only Sloane has the key. Well, and Sloane's but.
0: I've only heard of it. Where, where is, where's the cabinet? How could it have gotten where it w-
1: f- was? Like, is it close? Oh, right. I forgot you're not house staff. It's, it's second floor, uh, family parlor. You know, where Sloane entertains her most personal guests.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then one of the servants says, we really shouldn't be talking about this. I, some gossip is fine, but, you know, Sloane would be livid if she heard us, uh, trying to guess what's in her cabinet you know she guards that thing with her life and the other person laughs and says guards it with her life don't be silly it's just you know all noble houses have these things they find weird things here and there on their travels and they want to show them off so the rest of you guys the pleasantly feasting on tea and biscuits Uh, this guard is now in the room, and he's, like, pawing around, looking for a mysterious broken vase. And pretty soon, he's gonna find out there's nothing here. The rambler says, You lost there, friend? Looking down at this dude who's just, like, crawling around. And he looks back up and snaps, If you've broken anything, I will find out, and your heads will roll.
4: Over a vase.
1: Uh, he gives you a stern look and says, um... With one of these priceless artifacts, I'm sure four times over your debts could be paid. Which means if you steal or break anything, we can and will have you hanged. And he stands back up and kind of, like, straightens his coat. Does uh, Adele or Slim have anything to say? I, I
4: I, I think I got an idea.
1: Around this time, the guard, like, looking around says, hey, weren't there five
4: of you? No, there was one who decided to stay out working.
1: The the guard kind of, like, looks around and starts, like, counting and says, no, I'm pretty sure five people entered and it's my job to keep track of that sort of thing.
4: I mean, you can't keep track of a vase. Why, I'm sure you're not able to keep track of us. I, like I said, there's only there's only us here.
1: Uh, the guard snaps, that's enough golf from you, servant. Uh, and he looks around at the rest of the crew and says, if I hear anything else, I am coming back in here and you will be tasting my boot. And he stalks out of the room and shuts the door behind him.
3: Oh, he was a pleasant one. Can any of you, uh, let our, uh, uh... Our young friend know that uh, he should get his ass back here before he's found out by that man.
4: And how do you propose we do that?
3: I don't know, like, some of, y- some of y'all can do some weird shit. I have no idea what that entails. So I was just curious, because the other thing is we would have to either wait and hope they comes back or try and go and find him ourselves, which I'm not entirely thrilled about either, but. I'd rather not have, uh, have that boy's blood on our hands.
4: He looks around uh, the room, uh, and says, I don't see any means to contact him, and I don't know how deep he is in the building. I could go and try to find him.
3: <sighs> well, if you want to do that, I can stay here and buy some time, should he come back, asking more questions. Especially, I don't think he'll be able to uh, be that bad at counting that if he came back and we were down to three. I don't see much of the choice.
4: How much time we have left?
1: You're all keenly aware that you were here for a 15 minute break and about seven minutes have gone by.
4: Well, better get moving. He stands up and starts heading towards the door and tries to open and close the door quietly. Which door? The one that Azazel left through.
1: You dodge out the servant door and are greeted by the same sight that greeted Azazel. It is a thin, blank hallway. It's kind of not great looking, certainly not as fancy as any of the other hallways uh, you've seen up until now. It has just one like big brick wall and one wood wall, and you can go left or right. Left is towards the front of the house, right is towards the rear of the house.
4: The front of the house, it would just be basically like where we came from kind of area.
1: No, you came from the rear of the house.
4: We came from the rear.
1: You came in through the rear of the house, and you're close to the rear of the house.
4: I'm going to roll for this, because I'm not entirely sure which direction Azazel would have gone. Unless, can I I see first if there's any indication uh, (laughs) Azazel might have left a sign that what direction? Otherwise, I'm rolling.
1: He didn't leave anything. At least, he didn't mention leaving anything. He doesn't have wet footprints yet, because he's not wet yet. Uh, You don't know.
4: I rolled for it and I rolled an 18, so I'm going actually to the uh, rear of the house, which I believe is where Zazel technically Yeah,
1: that's the same it. direction okay. as Zazel yeah, went. So
4: he's going to the rear of the house.
1: Damn, part of me wanted you to go. The left. I did too. <laughs> but I, would, I wanted you to see the front of the house. I have something.
3: All right, well, whatever. I can't say that. I'm the DM. Uh, <laughs> swim for some reason, feels the what? need to be followed behind, except go on the other direction.
4: Yeah, they're like the sun all changed in fact
1: <laughs> Dorian, you feel nice you feel weekend. mysteriously compelled as if some power beyond your control is like mm. Oh Dorian, do you have your mirror on?
4: <laughs> I do have the mirror on me.
1: <laughs> no, I'm 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 not I'm not gonna pull some bullshit and be like the mirror is like go to the front of the house when there's like no reason. But yeah, no, so you, you go to the right and you go down and you you're walking and you hear, you come to a doorway on your right, and you hear sounds of a kitchen.
4: Okay. I think he is going to casually walk up to the, the side of the entrance, lean against it, and try to listen in on it.
1: You hear sounds of someone cooking lunch.
4: Any voices at all? Nope. Some humming. He is going to skirt past the door, uh, hopefully quickly, so he does not get seen.
1: Yep, There, the door isn't open. You, you just... Oh, yeah, you <laughs> yeah just I imagine
4: the door ahead. was open.
1: <laughs> and uh, you continue on to, a, to the last door. Uh, I assume, Azazel, you closed all the doors behind you. Yeah, I didn't leave them all open. You come to the end of the hallway at the rear of the house, and there's another door on your right.
4: Okay, so all the doors are closed.
1: There are only two doors, one you heard cooking behind. The next one is at the end of the hallway, so it's at the rear of the house, and it is also closed. You don't hear anything behind it.
4: I don't hear anything behind it. Okay, he is going to see if the door isn't locked it's unlocked he's going to try to slowly open it enough oh. to maybe get a peek as to what the room holds without it being obvious the door's open if somebody isn't looking at it
1: okay make a stealth roll
4: okay i rolled a 14 which becomes one i'm gonna find it a uh, 16
1: You creak open the door, and you see the same thing as Azel saw. You see the rear hallway that you guys entered in. So you're looking in. You can see the back door, which is on your left, and the hallway, which extends to your right, which is where you guys came in and went down to find the parlor where you're eating at. And you see straight ahead of you is a spiral staircase that leads up to a second floor. And just to your right is the guard standing outside of the room that the rest of the party is in and he looks over and he says who's that
4: he no he noticed the door oh shit um he,
1: he rolled very high and noticed you put he the door open he
4: is going to leave the door slightly ajar and i think dorian is going to start walking towards the other side of the hallway <laughs> like as uh, towards the other direction
1: so go back the way you came yep through the servants hall. okay yeah you hear the guard go hey Hey, come back here. And he starts walking down towards the door. You start walking the other way. Do you pick up your pace?
4: He is, yep, he's going to pick up his pace. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't think he's going to re enter the other room. I think he's going to actually go towards the front of the house, figuring that <laughs> since Azazel probably wouldn't have gone past the guard. Um, yeah,
1: he must have gone toward the front of the house. <laughs> look at that boys and girls we freaking did it we got him to the front of the house yeah so dorian you start running down the servants hallway uh you hear the door open behind you and the figure but now you've already walked like 40 50 feet down the servants hallway uh you see just behind you like the guard poke his head and says hey hey but you have already passed and you see now a door on your left that is tiled and you see a ladder on your right leading up through a hatch in the ceiling. And further down, the hallway continues. Uh, what do you do?
4: There's a hatch in the ceiling. Um, with a ladder? Mm-hmm. Does he still is, hear the, the guard? Is oh yeah, oh, the, the, guard, is the, guard
1: is, the guard is on your tail. He's, he's a ways behind you, but he's coming for you.
4: Okay.
3: How loud he coming?
4: He is going to climb up the ladder real quick. Uh, if If he thinks he can get up there before the guard can see him.
3: Uh, the
1: guard might already be able to see you as he's, like, poked his head in and this is just a long, straight hallway, but if you're quick and maybe shut the trap door behind you, he might not be able to follow you. I'll give it a go. Okay, you you do hear him shouting, hey, hey, uh, as he kind of, like, squeezes in, but the servant's hallway is really thin and he's wearing, like, a big stuffy uniform and carrying a musket, so he's kind of, like, squeezing his way through the hallway and you climb up this ladder and, uh, just like that, you pop in through the trap door and you close the trap door behind you. Uh, and you are in a new hallway much like the previous one it is a servant access hallway again it extends to your towards the front of the house and towards the back of the house and here just forward and to your right you can see a quite nice door with a little bell on it and you can see uh then you can just move left and right uh however far you wish
4: uh dorian mutters underneath his breath this is how we got up he is going to go and come on. Let me check one thing. He's gonna take a cop. Uh, he's gonna take a silver coin out of his pocket, flip it, and decide which direction to go.
1: Okay, you flip the silver coin. It it flies up, and I'm just gonna tell you what happens. It, it like bounces once, it bounces twice, and it lands perfectly on its edge.
4: Oh, he. Uh, does he hear any noises from the hatch?
1: Nope. But there's a door in front of you with the little bell on it, and then you can go left and you can go right.
4: He's going to take out his mirror, seeing the coin land so oddly. And uh, looking at his mirror, he, as he's pulling it out, he mutters, Was that you?
1: You pull out the mirror, and Dorian's reflection looks back at you, and then after a slight pause, Dorian's reflection slightly desyncs and after a small moment the reflection smiles and points but it's a little hard to tell where it's pointing since you know you're holding the mirror up in front of you but the uh the reflection is pointing over its own shoulder
4: brian is going to look over his shoulder and see what's there
1: it's a door a nice looking door with a bell on it
4: he tips what an imaginary hat, because he currently doesn't have his hat, and uh, pockets the the mirror.
1: As you pocket the mirror, you see your reflection is doing the, like, one finger over the mouth and wink. Like, the creepy shh.
4: Okay. He is going to attempt to stealth at this point, then.
1: Okay, you won't roll stealth until you might be seen, but uh, what are you doing?
4: He is going to go and try to open the door without making a sound because he knows the bell is there
1: yes the bell is not rigged to open or to ring when the door opens it's on a string that leads into the room
4: oh okay
1: so it's something to be rung by someone else
4: so he's going to attempt to go into the room
1: okay now make a stealth check
4: okay 18
1: (laughs) okay you open the door uh and how much are you opening it
4: just enough to kind of Get an idea of what's in it before he'll open the door fully.
1: Just a crack only shows like a glimpse of a dresser, a window with some light shining through it, and like uh, the window is open and some like drapes are flowing slightly. You can see you can see a mirror and in the mirror you can see a four poster bed reflected. It looks like there are some expensive things in this room.
4: Interesting. I think what I want to do is Dorian is going to see if he can't open it enough just to go inside it. He's a lot smaller than a lot of folks, so I don't think he needs to open the door an insane amount to get through.
1: Yeah, so you're just going to creak the door open and slip through? Yep. You slip through, you turn, and you see a very, very nice bedroom. Well, it's more of a bedchambers, like... It's it's Victorian era. It's very fancy. It's rather spacious. One of the things you hadn't noticed when you just cracked the door open, there's a big shelf full of books, just all sorts of books. There's like a vanity with makeup on it, and there are some nice clothes in a, like a dresser. There's a wardrobe, and there's this four poster bed, and the four poster bed has drapes. But when you enter in, you definitely see the silhouette of someone sit up in bed and a somewhat hoarse voice croaks Who, who's there uh is it is it a servant Mar- <clears throat> marianne is that you
4: he is going to um he's going to uh stay silent and stay it, how well it is this place
1: pretty dim the only lighting is kind of intermittent lighting coming through the pulled but flowing drapes over the open window
4: okay he is going to uh, though
1: of... if if the person were to pull back the curtains on their four poster bed they would be able to clearly see you
4: is Let's see could he tra- how is the dresser positioned from your viewpoint
1: uh the dresser is right next to you it's across from the bed you could kind of duck behind it, but not really well. There aren't very many good hiding spots in this room.
4: He is going to attempt to duck behind it and just like curl up as much as possible and hope that she kind of gives up.
1: The person in bed says, "Um, I, I haven't called for a servant at this time. I don't need anything i i'd I'd prefer you leave me to my solitude." you You hear the rustle of curtains.
4: Um, as he's hearing the rustle of Curtain, he is going to attempt to use prestidigitation to make a harmless sensory effect, the sound of a closing door, and hope, like, yeah, the sound of a closing door, even though he's not near the door itself to close it.
1: Okay. Uh, so you make the sound of a closing door. You also hear the, the bedchamber, or the, the four-poster bed, like, the curtain moving aside, and you hear someone say, uh, I know I'm bedridden, but I don't really want company at, hold on. And there's a pause and you, I'm going to say like you ducked behind the dresser. Maybe you like opened one of the drawers to like give you some cover and you can see two bare feet uh, set down on the carpet.
4: He's just holding his breath. I think he has one hand over his mouth.
1: You hear the whoever it is, their voice catches as they gasp and they say, you're not Marianne. The feet come closer and the dresser drawer is pulled shut to reveal a young, very pretty man in a nightgown with a book clutched tightly under his arm, staring at you with a shocked expression.
4: He stays silent, but is, I think his eyes widen.
1: The, the man takes one step back and then says, You're not a servant. You're dressed like one, but I know every servant in this damned estate. Wait a minute. Did you sneak in? Did you kill the servant and take their uniform? Are you here to kidnap me?
4: He... he whispers, that only happens in stories.
1: Gasps and says, you are here to kidnap me, come on, let's go, let's go! And he jumps on, so you, like grabs your hand.
4: I think Dorian tries to pull it out of his grasp. What are you, a pirate? A crook? A murderer? A, a, a long-lost prince? Why does it matter? Come on, quick, before my mother knows we're gone. Is she keeping you here?
1: He rolls his eyes and says of course she is
4: he what what does this kid look like like as in because i know you mentioned he was pretty but like he mentioned he was bedridden
1: he looks healthy to you he is clearly of noble standing fair-skinned dark hair cut short kind of a round face he has some freckles he looks about dorian's age and he looks very excited and he's wearing like night clothes
4: what does he read like what's the book look like that he has
1: it is an old tale of knights and kings a semi-historical fictional story based on landfall
4: so you want to escape this place
1: but but he says yes of course well I, i wouldn't be here if i had a choice
4: what's your situation
1: God, I'm so bored. Every day it's all books and knitting lessons. and so no, oh, you can't leave the house. You'll get sick. She knows nothing. And he scoffs and looks at the book and then like tosses it on his nightstand and says, So what's your deal? Are you a murderer, rascal, rapscallion? Uh, that uniform obviously doesn't fit you. I'm surprised no one else has noticed. How long have you been here?
4: Well, you could say this is my first day on the job.
1: You definitely killed the servants and took their uniforms. That's, that, that's great. He's got this big, like, smile, but also he looks afraid.
4: I did not kill anybody. Oh, I was sure. I am hired for this.
1: Come on, What what's next? Ransom? Murder on the high seas? You're putting a lot of words in my mouth. Why are we sitting around here? Let's go! Uh, and he grabs your hand again and starts pulling you towards the servant exit.
4: Where do you intend to take me?
1: Where do you you intend to take me?
4: Is this to fulfill some fantasy of, well, having some sort of an adventure? Because this is what it's feeling like, you wanting to force me into your own fantasy plot.
1: He gives you a stern look and says, and what makes you think of that?
4: Everything you're saying to me and every, every, the fact that you're calling me a, a scoundrel, a pirate, a murderer, saying I killed the servant you dragging me literally out of this room so I could take you.
1: He looks you up and down and says, Well, you could fit the description. It, more or less. I'm just making educated guesses.
4: What if I say no to you?
1: You wouldn't. I'm the son of the right honorable Lord Mayor. You know how much money you could ransom me for?
4: This is your, your ploy to get me to go and fulfill your own fantasy.
1: If you want me to shut up, you could always gag me.
3: And he gives you an expectant look. Oh my god, he's a sadist. What
4: the fuck? Um, And if I were to to just walk away?
1: I swear to the maker, you're the only interesting person to walk in this room in the last eight years. I'm not letting you walk away. I will scream and then we'll both get in trouble. And then you'll be stuck with me.
4: What's his bookshelf look like?
1: A lot like yours, Dorian. Uh, A lot of... um, There's some nice plays. Some good fiction. But also a lot of, like, nonfiction. Like books about like plants or sailing, history books. He's got a lot of history books. It definitely like the, the shelf of someone who spends a lot of time reading and has a lot of money.
4: He is going to attempt to pull his hand out and he's going to walk over to the shelf.
1: Hey, where are you going? Uh, you walk up to the shelf. There are a lot of good books here, some of which you really like, many of which you've never seen before.
4: I'm going to grab one of the ones that he's never seen before.
1: Uh, you pull out... The Further Adventures of the Grey Rider, Volume 2, Treachery in Radon.
4: Has you read the first volume? Yes. Okay, um, he is going to flip through it, uh, close the book, and he is going to put it in his pocket.
1: Hey, that's my book. Well, I've already read it three times. It's quite the page-turner. Do you like reading?
4: I do. Hmm,
1: I wouldn't have put you for that type. More the rum and women and sword fighting type. Well, are we going or
4: not? How about this? Leaving in broad daylight is a really bad idea.
1: Oh, but it's so exciting.
4: Yeah, but it's not the smartest. Why don't I come and get you in the middle of the night and we can be on our way. He gives a brilliant smile.
1: You think I'd let my only chance go like that? Come on, you can dress me up as a servant boy. I already know four that I could call that fit my size and match perfectly.
4: Or you can go and wait until the night again so that we aren't caught and I will not get my head on the floor.
1: He squints and says, And what assurance do I have that you won't, that you will keep your word? If you snuck in here so duplicitously, of course you must be prone to lying.
4: Speaking and lying are very different skill sets.
1: He squints and says, Wearing a disguise and lying are very much the same thing.
4: Who's to say this is a disguise? Like I said, I was hired this morning.
1: His eyebrows raise and says, You know just as well as I that that's false. I'm not as dumb as I look, or anyone thinks I am. How about this? I'll take something important to you, a keepsake, and keep it on my person and treasure it forever until you come back. Tonight. To break me out of here. I mean, capture me for ransom.
4: Well, unfortunately for you, I- don't really have anything of importance on hand.
1: Of course, you do. And he walks forward and he's going to try to reach into one of your pockets.
4: Hold oh, on. I got to message you something, Joe, too. Okay. Just to reiterate yeah. what is on my person, just so you know.
1: Yeah, totally. I, I already had an idea of what he was going to go for.
4: Okay, here's. I sent Oh, you
1: no, a I got a better but... idea. He doesn't reach into one of your pockets. He quickly snatches the book that's buckled to your belt. Hey! Ooh, what's this? A nice journal? Perhaps a keepsake?
4: You don't dare open that. Give that to me.
1: I'm just going to say, I'm not going to let you roll for it. I'm going to say he he grabs it off you because you're not expecting it. But if you want to snatch it from him, you can make a roll. I but absolutely like, am
4: going to try to.
1: He's like holding it up and he goes like, hmm. And he like looks at the cover like, huh, there's no there's no title. Uh, and then you lunge for it. So I think it's just a flat athletics roll. Or no, I don't think sleight of hand. I think you're trying to ta- wrestle something from him. Yeah. yeah great athletics. <laughs>
4: i got a nine
1: he's not the best at athletics but he got a 13 Hold on, Is is your athletics a negative one maybe <laughs> yeah so is this
3: dudes uh, i mean hey he's got nothing to do in there except you know push-ups sit-ups and reading <laughs> i mean yeah
1: uh but yeah he i honestly i straight up just think he's taller than you and he like holds it above you <laughs> Or not, not holds it above you, but, like, he takes a step back and raises his arm, and you just, like, it just, right out, of, right out of Dorian's reach.
4: He is, uh, so he tries to grab him and fails. Dorian is gonna take out a slingshot and aim it right at his eye.
1: I knew it! You're violent! And he, he raises his hands and says, so you do care about this book? I have a few books like that in my collection. How about you leave it here with me, and then you come back tonight, and I'll give it back. I promise, on my word, as the Lord's Son, cross my heart and hope to die.
4: Or I can just shoot you right now, knock you unconscious, and take it.
1: He gives you a disarming and quite pretty smile and says, You wouldn't. Oh, I would. He's gonna try to... He's gonna try to charm you. As As a PC, you can decide whether this works or not, but I'm gonna tell you the role and see if it influences your role playing at all. Just using his natural charisma, he gets a 12. Uh, to just be like, oh, come now. Not condescendingly, but like, we're, we're friends, right? We built up a little bit of a rapport, right? You wouldn't just shoot me in cold blood.
4: He's gonna shoot him straight in the mouth.
1: <laughs> Got him. All right, roll the hit.
4: Natural 20.
1: I mean, honestly, you don't have to roll for damage. This dude's out like a light there's a thwack like there's a splatter of blood on the carpet and the dude just like collapses i'm sorry did you say you shot him in the mouth this dude doesn't yes. have teeth left <laughs> with, with a, a gun ball,
4: with a ball bearing he has a slingshot well it oh, okay. A ball okay uh,
1: i'm assuming it's non-lethal
4: okay yeah, but it's still it's not, gonna break his teeth really be lethal and
1: it's still yeah, gonna break I'm his gonna teeth
4: him in his pretty smile
1: yeah, I, no, I'll I'll definitely decide like what part of his face is marred, but like yeah, no, my dude's not looking great. Uh but I mean, he's not really conscious right now to freak out about it. So yeah, he just collapses to the ground.
4: He grabs the book. What is also on the armoire again you mentioned? Dresser, sorry, cuz I remember you mentioning there's some interesting stuff on top of it.
1: Oh, uh there's like a mirror, some makeup, uh like I don't know. uh, Oh, oh, there's some expensive things like uh, some jewelry and other accoutrements that you could definitely steal.
4: Okay, I think he is just going to blindly grab one of the items, which I think is just a thing of lipstick, and then he is going to get out of there and close the door.
1: Yeah, so Azazel, you've been sitting here for like three to four minutes and are getting a little antsy. Everyone's just kind of sitting around shooting the shit. One of them stands up and leaves, says, I'm going to go visit the kitchen. A- another one's like chatting and they they start talking to you, Azazel. So how did you sneak in? Don't worry, it happens all the time. We're not going to get you in trouble. Uh, really? They they say, um, yeah, stable hands and ground workers always want to sneak in and get some food from the pantry or chat with us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they aren't paid very well. I just so
0: I just swapped uniforms with one of the um with one of the indentured servants,
1: and because they had invited the indentured servants in for tea. There's a pause, and the two people there look at each other and say, "Wait, so you're not a stable hand?"
0: No, no, no. I am a stable hand, but I swapped outfits with one of the indentured servants.
1: Oh, huh, interesting.
0: Yeah, it was. Weird. I, I'd never really interacted with any of them, but at least, I don't know. They, they seem nice enough and willing to offer me the ability to borrow their uniform, so uh, here I am.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. uh, they they look at you and they say, well, welcome aboard. Enjoy your time. You will have to leave by nightfall or, well, there will be a roll call and you will get called out. Uh, and then the person in the bed, Allie, starts to stir. And they both like snap out, oh, look, I think she might be waking up
0: oh good that's fantastic
1: the the woman in the bed mutters two more and i need two Uh, uh." and she blinks a few times and her eyes flutter open and i'm gonna make a roll i'm gonna make a roll for these two servants who are here with you Ooh, perfect uh the two servants like they both look at each other, and then they look at you, and uh, Azazel, you said that last part pretty haltingly, right? What's the expression on Azazel's face right now?
0: Uh, I'm uncertain on if this is a good thing or a bad thing.
1: The two the two servants give each other, like, a knowing look, and they say, we'll leave you two to have a little time alone, shall we? Uh, and then they both stand up and leave. And they, they like, give nope. you a smile as they shut the door behind Wait,
0: them. Wait, oh, uh, I turn uncomfortably towards her
1: she Allie, her eyes open she says yeah, yes
0: oh shit was that her name
1: first thing she does is she reaches up and grabs the like cloth on her head and pulls it back and notices blood on it and goes oh by the maker
0: i think you're okay from what i've heard a building fell on you Ah, uh, that that would ma- make sense ow i got what what are all these cuts do you remember what happened Yes, who are you?
1: And she blinks and her eyes like kind of focus on you and she frowns.
0: Um, an admirer. I'm an admirer. I'm an admirer.
1: Some some like, some like blood kind of rushes up to her face and she like squints and says, I didn't know I had any of those.
0: Yeah, I tend to keep my head down. I'm sorry. Well, Well, I guess it's good to see a friendly face.
1: And she gives a faint smile.
0: So, what, what happened? What do you remember? Uh, well, uh,
1: I didn't steal it, if that's what you're asking.
0: No, it's not that. So what, wh- why don't you tell me first, what was it?
1: Oh, by the maker, Sloan is gonna kill me. I, I was just doing some cleaning up in the out shed. It, it was near the end of my shift, and I was tired of being cooped up in the stables with the horses. It, I, I was just doing some cleaning and, I found it was under a crate. I don't know how it got there. I think, it it was clearly hidden. But you know, I I'm thorough. I, was making sure we didn't have any, dirt. Yeah, Sloane likes it clean. I don't know why she never goes in there. And, and, hold on. Where do you work? I, I work in the kitchen. I
0: work in. With the kitchen, I work. Yeah, kitchen.
1: You're in a grounds worker's uniform. I
0: had to do some sneaky stuff to try to come see you.
1: Oh, I, I mean, that's nice. Uh, and she kind of like props herself up to sit up a bit, and winces, and says, "Um, well, I, yeah, I found it. It's, it's one of the ones." I don't know, it came in like a week ago, and Sloane had put it in her cabinet of curiosities, which is... Have you seen it? It's remarkable.
0: Yeah. I, I've i only managed to catch a glimpse myself, but... um.
1: I wonder what half the stuff in there does, uh, but... That's on the, the
0: second floor, right? That's what we're talking about?
1: She raises an eyebrow and says, yeah, second floor family parlor. It. Yeah, but... I've,
0: see, they don't let me up there very often.
1: Oh, but oh, of course not. Well, un- unless they're asking for food. Exactly. But yes, it. Oh,
0: when they so, ask,
1: or sorry, no, go. It's so interesting. Sometimes I sneak in just to get a look at it. You know it. Sorry, I'm. I'm getting carried away. I. I thought the the metal block was just, you know, there because it was in a weird shape. I. I. I thought it was worthless, honestly, I, I picked it up so I could tell I could tell J. P. the butler where where it was, and then and then a, a storm rolled in, and i i don't I don't remember. And she looks distant.
0: What did you see when you touched the object?
1: Her eyes fix on you, and you see fear, and she says. I didn't I didn't see anything. Uh and it appears to be a clearly lie. Clearly a lie. No,
0: look. I think I know a little bit about what you saw. I'm just trying to verify your story with uh another story that I've heard.
1: You're not a warden, are you? You know wardens are prohibited.
0: No, I'm not from Slums. I'm, I'm I'm certainly not a warden. Trust me. Then, I don't then... I don't associate myself with the wardens.
1: Then why else would you be asking?
0: I have experience. When you said metallic object, I've seen one of those before. A friend of mine once, like, grabbed one with, like, his bare hands. I think. No, it wasn't my friend. It was, um, it was uh, my sister. Yeah. No. Yes.
1: She squints at you and says, You're not a great liar, are you? And then she slowly, like, reaches out a hand towards you. Just kind of smile. Ah, uh, I kind of shrink away. She reaches the hand a little more out, and then when you shrink away, she kind of sighs and lets it drop. Sorry, I don't like being touched. She looks slightly uncomfortable and looks away and says, no, it, I just wondered. I wondered what? If I, two more, right? So if you had, it probably doesn't work like that.
0: Where did you hear those words?
1: When I touched the object, and then she looks back and says, "Uh, by the way, Azazel, it, did you do anything to like disguise yourself?"
0: No, not really. What do you mean by that? I'm just did wearing you, a like, different person's uniform.
1: Yeah, you're just wearing different clothes. You look yeah, exactly the same. I look.
0: I, yeah, I didn't put no any makeup on. I don't. I don't have a disguise kit, so <laughs> I just am wearing someone else's
1: clothes she looks shocked and then says it was you i knew you looked familiar but you didn't work in the stables you definitely don't work in the kitchen you're you're him i
0: start to stand up and take a step back
1: uh then she totally reaches out and tries to like touch your face
0: i definitely move. i fall backwards trying to get away from her reach
1: yeah okay you yeah you like stumble backward and she like just reaches into air and goes ah, and winces and then pulls back and says why did you want me to get two more and 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 who are you really what what do you mean i've never what uh with a thump the door opens and the two other uh, servants come in and one of them is like "Hmm, doesn't look like it went so well and the other one says what's going on
0: i'm gonna Turn and go as clo- f- quickly as I
1: can through the servant's door. Allie points at the two servants and says, get out of here. And then you start leaving and she says, no, come back. Uh, And you just, you just like squeeze between them and run. Yeah. Uh, You hear Allie shouting, come back. Why did you want two more? And then the door shuts and you hear voices saying, well, I had a bad feeling about that kid anyway. Run down the servant's quarters.
0: I'm going to... M- yeah, I'm gonna make my way back to the room. I kind of now know what we need to do. So if we're gonna just if we're just doing reconnaissance, I'm gonna make my way back. Actually, actually, I want to go to the sec I I actually I want to go and try to find the cabinet of curiosities.
1: Slim and the Rambler, you guys are chilling here. You, you, you both know you have three minutes left in your, uh, in your... So, uh, what's gung-ho. the plan if they don't come back? Rambler
2: is pacing, uh, and says, uh, well...
3: He was like, uh, I'm not p- entirely opposed to, you know, getting out of here, going, getting help, of course, but, uh, I'm not exactly gung-ho about starting a fight.
2: <laughs> Me neither, pal. Look, brother, we, they come back, they're going to be asking us about where the other people are, and we just don't have an answer for them. Either we got to get out of here before they check back in on us, or we got to be ready to fight our way out. I can get one other person on our side. I've got enough know how to do that, but after that, I think we're
1: done. Oh, real quick, you guys, actually, we can rewind a bit to have you guys having this conversation when... Dorian left, and just like two minutes after Dorian leaves, you hear the guard right outside your door say, Hey, who's there? Hey, get back here! And then leave. So there's no longer a guard outside your guy's door. Oh. However,
3: one of your comrades may be in danger. Well, is that the cue that the cover's blown?
2: Well, I don't hear shouting or shooting, so I don't think it's all gone yet. But we got a bit more freedom to explore.
3: <sighs>
2: don't have to tell me twice. What do you say we try to find some more uh, fitting clothes? I'm betting there's some extra uh, looks looks, looks up and down at Slim. What do you say you'd do someplace like this?
3: Eh, I'll be fine. I got an extra set as he then out of his, like, tote bag that he's been carrying with him pulls out his other set of clothes. What is his other set of clothes? The, the more fine, nicer ones. That's not the warden get up. I think I described it last time, but I don't remember what I described it as. Shit. Uh, they're not—they're nice, not entirely sweat and dirt-soaked clothing. It's not sweat and dirt-soaked clothing. It's like thing, things that you wouldn't mind wearing around town. Okay. Okay. I figure with this, hopefully, someone might just ignore me in this uh, nice, private place. Though I highly doubt that.
2: Yeah, I think our best bet might be
3: getting some of that
2: servant kit up. I'm assuming that they've got some, uh, supply closet somewhere nearby. I think looking for that might be a good first play.
3: Mm-hmm. You got the second and third plays set up as well?
2: I feel like this is one of those plans that we just gotta run and go.
3: Ah, And hey, things get bad,
2: we can always call on Beast.
3: That is true. Though, so, as, as, as much as I... Trust and uh, Am endeared to the man Not sure how much he can do Plus us against the entire guard Assuming that it is Fully protected But
2: I guess we'll just have to not get caught All we need to do is get the dodecahedron and get out Mm Mm-hmm And part of that is just Causing I don't know Panic
3: A little bit mayhem
2: mayhem. (sighs) Around the same page Mm Mm-hmm no, I'm not saying I can make glass shatter every room we go into. Well, that might be useful for uh, giving the other two some breathing room.
3: Alrighty. Cause a bit of ruckus, confuse them, and then head back out. Although, if we don't make enough of a ruckus, the others might uh, think that we're still in the main plane and head back here into the waiting arms of that guard. Yeah. All right. I think that
2: we, uh, let's say right now you're reprimanding a a gardener that you saw trying to steal someone. Maybe then we try to find the servant's closet, get some new clothes, and then, uh, figure out where our companions are at. Alrighty, We do uh, that. Yeah,
3: Yeah, what's the first order of business? We head out the main door that the guard is no longer at? Yeah, you open it up and you don't see anyone. You see a dumbwaiter
1: uh, with the door open and some, like, kind of kind of mess around it. Um, you see some wet footprints. And other than that, you don't see any guards in this hallway. Uh, it's pretty empty. Hmm. Oh, and you see the servant door to the left is open.
3: Hmm.
1: Rambler just kind of, like, points at the door and, like,
2: just kind of walks towards it, like, as if it, he's supposed to be here, as if this is, like, a, a place that he's very at home in. He, so he doesn't look fall like asleep.
1: He's around. Do you dodge into the servants' door?: I just walk in like I own the place.: Okay, so you enter in the backmost entrance to the servants' hallway that runs uh, towards the front of the house. You look down towards the front of the house and you see a guard who's facing away from you, trying to like squeeze and maneuver his way through this thin hallway. He isn't doing a very good job, and uh, he's moving towards what looks like a ladder, and he like grabs the first rung and looks up and says, "Drat, he shut the door." And he's, like, trying to, like, he's very clumsily trying to, like, maneuver himself so he can attempt to climb this ladder. Cool, I'm gonna he's like... like He's, like, 45 feet away from you. Uh, in this room, do I see any obvious signs that there's gonna be
2: uh, a place where I can get some, uh, like, a new set of clothes?
1: You see one door ahead of you into the left, another door ahead of you into the left that looks like it's actually... I think the Rambler's just default sense of direction would show him that that leads back into the room where he just was, the parlor. Uh, and then straight ahead, it's the guard trying to climb this ladder.
2: Uh, I'm going to, like... Hold up, I need to check range. In... Around this room, there's three doors. Two of them lead back to the room that we
1: were in. Uh, It's a long hallway, and the first door on your left leads into... Uh, you don't know this, but it leads into a kitchen. The second door on your left leads into um, into the room you were in. And then if you keep going past those two doors, uh, which all in all is like 45 feet ahead, there's a ladder which this guard is clumsily trying to climb up, but it's kind of a thin, small area. And he has a bunch of like this bulky uniform and a big rifle uh, and is having a hard time of it. The hallway is so thin as to only allow single file.
2: Cool, and this is, like, our only way forward.
1: Uh, you could go back out to the main hallway you were in, and there's a staircase going up, and you could also follow that hallway towards the front of the house.
2: I think I'm gonna... Just, like, I walk in, I see the guard messing with stuff, just do the 180, and walk right back out. I still look like I'm in the place, uh, and I
1: start walking up the stairs. Okay, you hike up the spiral staircase. You see up here. You see a some mansion waitstaff, and they are scrubbing or they're trying to dry up wet, like water stains on the hallway carpet in front of the dumbwaiter. And walking away from them is the butler. Please make a stealth check, unless you're not trying to be sneaky. So it's the butler and who? There is a maid attempting to wipe up, dry up some water that spilled out of the dumbwaiter.
2: Alrighty. Uh How far behind me is Slim? Like a few feet behind you. Cool. Not far uh, behind. I'm going to like just wait and let Slim see the situation. And then I'm going to like pat him on the back. Kind of like make him go forward. Just, just kind of push him forward a bit. Uh, if we're doing our bit of like he's uh, trying to be like, man, this this serv- this 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 gardener sucks. Uh, then I guess bringing me to the butler makes
3: sense. Hmm, that is true. However, Butler would also probably know if they have guests over or not. So
2: That's true, he might.
3: So, in my taking of the lead, I'll recognize this isn't someone I want to try fooling. So I'm going to try and duck into, like, uh, another room or something. Uh, The butler has not yet
1: noticed you two. If you both successfully make a stealth check, you can just stealth by the woman who's cleaning up the carpet, and the butler who's walking away from you guys.
3: Yeah, sure. Why not? Try it. I got a good stealth. How about you?
2: My stealth is not great, mm. but it's not terrible.
3: All right. Got an eleven. Okay. Wait, did I roll perci- what? You rolled a- stealth. Oh, I am scrolling up. Oh, okay. I got all right. As in good.
1: Uh, neither of you are noticed. You you both come up at the top of the stairs. The woman is wiping up the uh. The dumbwaiter, and is focused on the dumbwaiter, not you guys, and is facing away from you. And the butler is also facing away from you, walking up towards the front of the house, away from you guys.
2: I think Rambler right. right. just kind of, like, looks to Slim and shrugs. And then, uh, <laughs> just kind of keep going. Checking rooms, uh, specifically trying to find a closet that looks like it might have, a uh, some more better disguise
1: in it. You walk forward and look into what appears to be a closet on your left to instead see the entrance to the servants' quarters and, scrambling out of it in
3: quite a hurry, Azazel.
0: Uh, hey guys. Uh, what are you doing? Shh! Uh,
3: You guys took too long. We sent Dorian after you, but I think he's gone missing as well.
0: uh Uh-oh. Uh, I know where the thing we're looking for is.
3: Well, hot diggy damn, where is it?
0: It's in the a cabinet of curiosities. There might be a lot of cool stuff in there, but the thing we're looking for is in there. It's on the second floor in the family room. It should be up here somewhere. Considering i I thought we were already on the second floor.
1: No, so you are on already. the. F.
0: I don't. I we wasn't. I on eye the eye on second, second floor. We
1: went up the staircase. Yeah, we went up the staircase. Remember, you guys both went up the spiral staircase. So you yeah. guys
0: are on the second floor. Good, because I was like, I know I was. I don't know how I got down if I did. <laughs>
2: I just didn't know if we're doing America or
1: Europe, because in Europe, being on the, like, the first floor is always the ground floor. If if I had been paying more attention to detail, I might have done that. But no, I'm doing American.
3: Uh, Second floor is um,
2: first floor is
3: also the ground floor. Let's go a looking for that area, because I don't want to come back here. So you both see ahead of you, guys. The butler
1: has gone down about thirty feet down the hallway towards the front of the manor, and turned left and knocked on a door, and then entered.
0: Uh, wait, do I know the butler's
1: there? Uh, no, that's that's Never, something okay. slim and slim and the rambler saw.
0: Never mind, I can't um,
1: make a a decision based off of the information that he's there. Meanwhile, the only other person in this hallway is the. And this is a wide hallway, by the way, it is the maid who is still wiping up the dumbwaiter, who seems like really preoccupied and is humming to herself. She rolled low on her perception and doesn't know that you guys are there.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's go. We, there, we may need to pick the lock. The only people with keys are going to be the butler and some woman. I don't remember her name.
3: The lady of the house?
0: Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Let's go to the family room, though, so we can see what we're looking at.
3: Um,
2: Alrighty, righty. Uh, three of us might be a bit difficult to keep quiet, so, uh,
3: gosh.
0: Who do you suggest stays behind?
3: Well, if we're going by who can sneak in and out, you and me so is a probably be best.
2: Yeah, I'll stick around this area. I'll try to be a lookout, try to slow people down if it seems like they're trying to head up to you. Also, I might try to find a new pair of clothes. These are starting to get a bit
3: smeller. I think they were that way when you put them on. Probably. All right, let's go. Mine
0: are really rank. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha Lead the way. Uh, No, wait, I'll lead the way. Well, I guess neither of us really knows this place. Let's go. Hi, hello, and welcome back to Tempting Fate. I am your imaginary friend, Jordan Page, producer of the podcast and player of Azazel. And I finally have my voice back. The rest of the cast includes our dum dum Mr. Joseph, Leanne is Dorian, Tori as Adele, Max Landy is the Rambler, and Elliot Waters is Slim. A heads up, Max was absent for a small portion of this session at the beginning, and Tori needed to excuse herself early on. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning into our podcast here, and if you are enjoying it, please consider leaving a review on your podcast listening service of choice. The atmospheric audio featured in this episode are from TabletopAudio.com and Storyblocks. We post every two weeks, and this episode is going up on March 1st, so we'll see you again on the 15th. Once again, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode.
1: Dorian, you just absolutely savaged this young nobleman. And stole one of his things, and, like some lipstick, and have left. And one of his books. What do you do?
4: He is going to close the door, and uh, he is going to attempt to find a way to get down and out of Dodge. Because, think, does he hear any noise from the ladder?
1: Yes, you can hear clunking and clattering as the ladder right below you, some dude is climbing up it and like swearing as he keeps like getting his stuff caught on things. And oh, these hallways are so small. Uh, And he's climbing up the ladder for you.
4: He's going to go down, attempting to find a set of stairs to go and head downstairs.
1: Are you going toward the front of the house or the back of the house?
4: Let's roll for it because he doesn't know the layout of everything. Unless, wait, no, he saw that staircase earlier. That staircase
1: was towards the back of the house.
4: So he's heading towards the back.
1: Uh, You start moving towards the back of the house. You see a door on your right that has another bell connected to it. But you can keep going further.
4: He's just going to keep going
1: uh you go all the way down to the end of the hallway and you see the dumbwaiter system and a door next to it
4: he's going to open up the dumbwaiter
1: there's a maid right there and oh. she's cleaning it and she goes "oh hello"
4: "hello um
1: are you the mysterious dumbwaiter boy"
4: um sure
1: so just to clarify you're in this back hallway the servant hallway you're opening up your side of the dumbwaiter she's on the other side of the other side of the wall opening up the other side of the dumbwaiter. So she kind of like, you're speaking through this like window, this kind of chute.
4: Actually, I'm looking for the stairs. I kind of got it turned around here. I, It's a big place.
1: You must be new. Meanwhile, the rambler, you totally noticed the woman who was just cleaning the dumbwaiter, like stopped, opened it up and started talking to someone inside. Did I get a chance to change in anything else in the servant quarter place that I'm in?
2: Make an investigation
1: roll. I'll let the dice decide. That 20. Dude, yes, not only not only was there a spare change of clothes just, like, in a drawer right there at the entrance to the servants' quarters, like, you just, like, slipped in a little nook and just changed, like, that super fast, quick and easy. Took, like, 40 seconds. You've done this plenty of times. Uh, and you are now in a house servants' uniform.
2: I I come on out, and I say, Oh, oh, sister, she's uh, he's with me. And I'm gonna grab... Dorian and just like bring him into the servant quarters with me before oh, like that, they can talk. Through
4: anymore. the du- wait. Through are you you
2: want to through the, the dumbwaiter. Yeah, I'm, the dumb I'm pulling him
1: right up through the dumbwaiter. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh Dorian, the rambler just grabs you and is like, "Come on." And just pulls you through the chute. She the the maid goes, "Oh my goodness, I I, I didn't know we'd picked up new hires. What, wait. Who who are you people?" a uh, lot of replacements had to come in after that uh
2: Freak thunderstorm. A lot of people couldn't make it today.
1: She raises an eyebrow. I want you to make a persuasion or deception roll.
2: What? Not one?
1: Oh.
2: Hey, hey Dorian, were you helping me at all? <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're gonna love this Rambler. Uh she looks at you and like gives you a like, really? And she says, uh, she like looks behind her and says You know, Sloane doesn't take too kindly to intruders, but if you keep your nose out of her business and you don't bother any of us, she shrugs and says, guess we got some new hires and like gives you a very, a very stern, like you better leave and you better leave quick luck and then goes back to cleaning. I think, I think Grambler like nods and, and like right out of
2: his sleeve comes a golden coin.
1: Oh, yeah. And she this, like, she
2: goes, goes right in her direction.
1: Yeah. She nabs it and mumbles, um few rooms open in the servants' quarters if you don't have anywhere else to hide. Quickest way out is through the back entrance. Nobody's watching it right now.
2: Thank you kindly. I think we're just going to head back to the servant quarters to regroup for, for a second.
1: You both dodge into the servants' quarters. The servants' quarters have a bunch of different rooms, and you guys can, like, duck into one and be pretty much hidden, but you do see a woman it, like she she isn't wearing clothes she has a bedsheet wrapped around her and her arms are just covered in little cuts and she is like staggering and saying where is he where did he go and she like pushes past some servants and like stomps down the with this bedsheet trailing behind her stomps down the hallway and you guys like duck into her room so you don't have to deal with her unless you want to interrupt her and ask what she's doing but but she but she's saying like where is that servant boy
4: Nope. Dorian is going to duck in two different rooms.
1: <laughs> I think I think that like Rambler just kind of does a double take and then ducks into the room. You 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 hear her as she like exits into the main hallway. That bastard.
4: We need to go, or at least I need to go as soon as possible out of this building, away.
2: What's got you so wrapped tied up, uh, brother?
4: Was spotted by somebody who can easily recognize me later. I'd rather not be here. It'd bring you, all of you, too much trouble.
2: Well, all then. Guess you can head out, but, uh, I heard the maid.
4: He nods. I'm gonna uh,
2: stick around, uh, just make sure everything goes well for everyone else.
4: I'll, I'll try to stick close at least on the outside, but it's best I go. Um, and, and before he leaves, he turns to Rambler and says, and Rambler, avoid anybody missing any teeth. And he goes,
2: Mm. Sing
1: teeth. Slim and Azazel, you guys are sneaking forward toward the front of the house.
0: Back to the best characters here.
1: Back to the dream team. Yeah, all right. Uh, I like the best characters. Ah, god.
4: <laughs> the two dream boats, but I guess not with that voice anymore.
1: <laughs> so, so I, he... I always
3: talked in this voice. It's true. He does
1: it's slim's natural voice uh moving back to yes you, you two are sneaking forward along the hallway uh the maid now seems entirely uninterested in you guys and you you see the butler move forward and walk into knock on and then walk into a room on your left there are 3 doors on the right and 3 doors on the left the butler walked into the second on the left none of them are labeled well um oh i will say all 3 on the right have little bells uh, on the front.
0: So which would you? what do you think? Which door should we go in first then? We should at least check all three of them. I mean, we could just poke our heads in, I guess, to each of them.
3: Can I roll for, like, gut feeling?
1: Oh, actually, you know what? One more thing. I, I'm revising the layout of the house in my head because I'm realizing I like this better. There is one extra door, and it's all the way at the end of the hallway, directly ahead, facing the front of the house.
3: No longer need to roll for gut feeling.
0: Which room do you think is the family room?
1: Well, never mind rolling for you <laughs> <laughs> The door the door facing straight ahead is the largest door.
3: Hmm. Well, that is either going to be the family room or the office, if it's the governor's house. Well, did the governor have an office or a building in town?
0: I'm just going to, I open up, I'm just going to, here, I'm going to roll a D4, and you can decide which of the four doors I open. Oh, God. All right, we're gonna... I dropped the d4 on the floor.
1: <laughs> we're going to do it clockwise. Wait. Yeah, he opens all of them. There, there are seven doors, Azazel. Oh, There's three going... on each side What's and then the that... one at the very
3: end.
0: Oh, there are three on each side. Okay, I'll roll a d6 yep. and we'll just ignore one of the, the door in the end. I rolled a six. Which door do I open? I'm just going to poke my head in.
1: The first door on the right. Okay, I just poke my this head in. This is great. This is perfect. You open the door and you see. A young man in a nightgown oh, no. lying on the floor, <laughs> in a pool of his own blood.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! There's someone hurt in here, Slim. Sh- shh,
3: <laughs> shh, Close the door. Go to the next room.
0: <laughs> I. Azazel,
3: he looks hurt. I. Not our, not our business. I. Move along.
0: I, no, but like. He looks nope. really hurt. Oh, nope. Slim, nope. you. No, Slim. You continue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least kind of try to see if there's anything that I can do to help. He looks really hurt.
3: Yeah, and if they find you with him, even if you're trying to help, you know what they're going to think? They're going to think you did it.
0: Okay, but, okay, here, you check the other doors, and while you're doing that quick, I'm going to just take a look at him. okay?
3: God damn it. All right. Just, uh, move to the I'll next do it door. Quick, i
0: promise. I'm going to roll a medicine check.
3: Okay, roll it up.
0: I don't have good medicine, but we'll see. Actually, I have abysmal medicine. Oh my god, that's a gnat fucking 20. <laughs>
1: Take All right, those I'm going to tell, you, I'm gonna tell you everything about this. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is wonderful. This is perfect. Yeah, no, you you walk in. Do I have to give you the description of the room again? It's it's the room Dorian went into. This man lying on the floor, you roll him over. He's very uh, an attractive young man. He's dressed in a nightgown. He looks about Dorian's age. So about my age, but
0: a year older, maybe.
1: You quickly realize he... He has one tooth missing and his nose is clearly broken. If it's not properly reset and soon, it's gonna be broken forever.
0: Can I use my nat 20 to kind of do that? I think Azazel also. Azazel actually has, like, Azazel's nose is crooked. His nose has been broken a few times. Yeah. So, like, I think Azazel has an idea of how to reset a nose
1: cool yeah no i i, I like that I, i'd i say you do it you you like get his nose as best as you will as best as you can uh you can't do anything about that tooth though that tooth is like lying there on the ground he's bleeding from his mouth he's not gonna bleed out azazel is pretty sure he'll live he's gonna wake up with a splitting headache though and then you notice it a ball bearing on the ground next to him yeah so you, you kind of like set his nose kind of straight um you can see this man used to have a very pretty smile. I mean, maybe not anymore. It'll still be pretty, it's just a little damaged. Uh but yeah, he he'll be okay. He he might wake up in like an hour or two, but you could wake him up right now. A little water slap in the face might get him awake. He'd be upset and in pain.
0: I don't think now is a good time to be waking him up. If if I like I I don't but the thing is is if I'm resetting his nose and a simple slap would wake him up. Resetting his nose is going to wake him oh, up. Oh,
1: sorry, you're right. No, he's not going to wake up for like another hour. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, because resetting his nose is going to be a painful twist of the nose, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's the best I could
3: do. I'll... Slim, are you going in the second room on the right, the next one with a bell on it? I'm going to make a perception check first with my ears <laughs> to hear if there's anyone inside. Cool, we'll roll it up. <laughs> it's 20, there's no one inside.
1: Yeet, I it opened 20, the door. Or is it
0: just a straight 20.
1: It's a dirty Straight. twenty. It's a dirty twenty. You open the door. It's a very nice bedroom. Looks really nice. There's an assortment of suits hanging in the uh, wardrobe. It's just, it's just like a nice
3: bedroom. Nope. I close it. Go to the next one. And do uh, the same thing. Cool. Roll perception again. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, you don't know. <laughs> you, there, there could be someone in there making no noise, or it could just be an empty, silent room. Uh, 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 what you don't notice is the door is behind the butler. you. Butler. Okay? Yep. Yep. Mm. And Slim is just wearing like some nice clothes, right? Mm-hmm. You hear a man behind you clear his throat. <clears> throat.
3: Ah, yes, just what I was looking for. Uh, I had an appointment that was set for today. At least I believed it was. You
1: heard... I. Uh... You turn around. Mm-hmm. He looks at you, and he says, "You are here for an appointment."
3: Yes, uh, I, I apologize. I have a terrible sense of direction. Uh, and you did not use the front knocker
1: or speak to the doorman.
3: No, I did. They let me in. I, I just wanted to go to the restroom beforehand. Didn't want to sit down for a thirty-minute meeting, having to, you know,
1: make an extremely difficult deception roll.
3: Yeah, alrighty. Well, I
1: can't say it's extremely difficult. Let's
2: <laughs>
1: That's a one. What's
2: with Nine all these ones? ones?
1: baby? And twenties.
4: Balance out that nat twenty, yeah.
3: No. no. God. You guys uh, got two nat twenties. Use them both to correct each other.
4: <laughs>
3: I, here I am, just doing my best.
4: Three.
1: <laughs> the butler squints and says, I think not. And then he pulls a pistol and says, Mistress Sloane, you have a visitor. You hear a voice behind him say, What kind of visitor? The butler says, A very particular kind. And Sloane says, Ah, I'll be right out. And the butler says, I hope you won't mind having your appointment schedule pushed to now. You will be meeting her in her office.
3: Well, I mean I didn't go to the bathroom, but uh that's I have more pressing matters as I can see.
1: He gestures with the gun, like, come on to the door he just walked out of. The second door on the left.
0: Joe, can am I if I were to poke my head out and try to get a look at what's going on, would I be in front of or behind of the guy?
1: You would be in front of him and most likely be seen. Oh. I'll
0: wait then So
1: Slim Oh, I will you, say, you I'm you assuming like I'm being push pushed oh, yeah, in or, like, taken into the room. Yes, you are being guided with the gun with a clear assumption that if you don't follow instructions, you will be shot. Okay, is he in front of me or behind? He's in front of you, like, come on, follow me as he backs up into the room. He hasn't noticed Azazel
3: or um, the Rambler. Okay, I will, oh. hmm. I, since, since, I, uh, since I know where I am, I'll follow in. And since he's paying so, too much attention for me to, like...
2: So, Sloane... Sorry, to just just want to get a good yep. think of the scene. Sloan is in her office already. So Sloane has... Or, or just Sloan is in the
1: office, right? Yes, and you haven't seen her. You've only heard her voice. What do you assume is her voice.
2: Cool. I'm just going to... I'm within 30 feet of the butler, right? No,
1: you are down at the other end of the hallway. At how, the... How, how long is this hallway? Uh, 45 feet.
2: Ugh! I want to help. Uh, Rambler's going to exit out and just start walking uh, as if he belongs here uh, because he is wearing the... Yeah, the house house servant's uniform. Uh, and he's going to make as if he is heading down the stairs. Uh, although once he gets within range, uh, he's going to use Mage Hand and just grab at the butler's foot. Two things. He doesn't have enough force to like actually pull him over, that sort of thing. It's mostly just a distraction. A momentary lapse in concentration.
1: Okay. The stairs is in the other direction of the butler. God uh, damn it.
2: All right, then I'm going to walk towards the butler.
1: Okay. You start walking towards him. Uh, By this point, the butler's like already kind of mostly gotten in and is gesturing for Slim to follow him. You only have a short window to use a mage hand. I thought I, I the before butler both was Slim behind butler Slim. Be in. The, the butler's going in first, then Slim.
3: Uh, I, Slim, would Slim notice him coming? I think so. He just kind of... Has his hands up in the air, but then turns them a bit. So that's more open and kind of just a backwards stop. Because I want to actually whir my way through this. Okay. And in that case, Rambler will
2: stop. Gives Give gives us a small nod. And then looks at the last door that the Rambler, uh, or that, that Slim didn't open. And just, yeah, uh, Rambler's going to head to the final door uh, that wasn't opened.
1: Final door on the right. There is also the door straight ahead. That's a big door. And the doors on the left, one of which Slim is being led into. So
2: I'm not I'm going into the last one that is most likely unoccupied.
1: So we're we're gonna follow Slim as Slim is led into this room. The door is shut behind you, and Slim, there are no less than four armed people here, and they're all ready to cap your ass. You walk in and you see a large study or a den or an office. It's it's quite ornate. There's a nice rug. There's, like, a, a stuffed carcass hanging up on one of the walls. And you, you see a woman sitting at the desk. She is in a fine Victorian suit, tailored suit with, like, coattails. She is seated at this desk. She has a, like, pointed hat. Not exactly tricorn, but, like, one of those hats that, like, slopes forward to a point. She has dark brown skin. And her frizzy hair is, like, pulled back um, from her head. And you notice a long scar running down the side of her face. And she looks up and she says, Why don't you take a seat? And gestures towards, like, a a cushy seat in front of her desk. Ah, mighty kind of you. Uh, He takes the seat. She's, like, making some notes on, like, paper in front of her. And she looks up and says, Do you want to tell me how
3: you got in here? Uh, Well... I noticed that there was a bit of an opening between the guard's roots. wasn't too hard to sneak in. Sloane snorts and says, "Typical." Johnson's been slacking, and she
1: gestures and says, "Make a note, Jules Pierre." And the butler nods, and she says, "Right." And how about your accomplices? How many of them?
3: Oh, just a uh, just a few, but those were more uh, more in backup. They're they're waiting outside for me to make my Daring escape as always. Hmm. She nods to one of the guards and they uh, exit the room. Then she says,
1: And why? Why did you enter my home uninvited?
3: Well, frankly, I am a a collector of sorts myself. And with that storm last night, I do believe that one of the things that I lost a while back is coming to your possession. I aimed to, uh, Retrieve it without anyone the wiser.
1: As a DM and a player, I apologize for what happens next. Sloane stands up, pulls a pistol from under her desk, aims and fires. With the crack resounding through the room, Uh, Slim, the like, side post of the chair right next to your head shatters into a hundred splinters, and she says, I knew it. You're here for the artifact. You'll get it over my dead body.
3: Well, you know, I'm not one that cares for violence. I never have. (sighs) But I can see that my time here talking with you has been a bit brief. And that what I was hoping would be a calm, considerate, Dialogue has turned into nothing more than a shooting gallery with me as the damn duck. Sloane says, get him, boys.
1: Uh, We cut away to the Rambler and Azazel. Azazel, you poke your head out as they've uh, finally entered the room. You're with the Rambler. The Rambler, you're about to check that one door on the right with the bell. The last door with the bell.
2: I I headed in there like right
1: after Slim went into the room seeing an opportunity. You open the door. It is a lavish bedroom. Pretty fancy. Pretty nice. Nothing of note. So we still haven't found the family
0: room, and but we've opened all of the doors here.
1: Not all of the doors. There's that big door in the front, and then there are two more doors on the left. One of which is clear or one of the doors on the left. I say two because one of the doors on the left is the one the butler escorted Slim into. So there are seven doors total. You guys have looked at three, and you already know what's behind one other one. That's Sloan's study.
0: I will check the big door first. Let's do that. And then I'll have I'll leave I'll leave uh the Rambler to check the two other doors that aren't Sloane's office that we haven't been in.
1: Okay. I'll do the big door first. You open the big door, and it leads into a big room, kind of half circle shaped. Over the front are a bunch of beautiful windows that look out on the front of the manor, uh that look out of the front of the manor. In this big room, it, it is clearly a very large parlor. There are like a bunch of chairs to recline on, desks and tables and all that sort of stuff. And there is very clearly a small cabinet ahead of you and to the left that is full of strange things.
0: That I, I know it's full because it's open?
1: No, sorry. Uh, the cabinet has a glass front. You, do you, walk... you shout for Rambler at all? Or not shout, but do you I'll like... I poke my head out.
0: Rambler, over here! And then I will, I, without even waiting for him, I just walk over to the, the thing and I look at all of the different items
1: specifically looking for a specific one. Rambler, you dart over to that big main room. By the way, uh, actually, sorry. Forgot an important detail. There is a guard in this room. He is asleep. And so, Rambler, you dart over to go into the big room that Azazel just went into. And behind you, out of Sloane's office, walks a guard who turns away from you. He doesn't see you and starts going towards the back of the building. A gun at the ready. Then you enter in the room. You see the guard is asleep. There is the cabinet of curiosities. It has a glass front. You can see all kinds of strange things in it. And then there's a gunshot. The guard wakes up. What do you two do? Wait, no, if I hear the gunshot, though, I'm going to turn
0: to the guard.
1: Okay, so so we both notice the guard? The guard wakes up and is, like, startled. He, like, adjusts his hat as the gunshot just woke him up from sleeping on the job. You guys have the initiative. I'm
2: just going to take out the fucking pistol I have and train it at the guard and just, like, put
1: my hand up to my lips. Uh, can you roll intimidate at advantage? I can indeed yeah yeah the uh that's twenty that like, one the guard like gasps and he he is so startled he drops his rifle and he puts his hands up like don't shoot.
2: I'm just gonna like calmly walk over and pick up the rifle sling it over my shoulder.
1: he's um, shivering slightly.
0: I'm gonna turn back to the uh cabinet. do I see the object I'm looking for?
1: you look in the cabinet and you see What looks like an ancient tome with a strange rune on the front printed in red. An object that looks like a vial of swirling red liquid in which small sparks of light twinkle in and out of existence. A few more things you have no idea what they do. Uh, One of which is a skull with a candle melted on top. And then the artifact, a dodecahedron made of slate gray metal. The cabinet is locked.
0: Are there any, um, are there any, no, there's probably not any bags nearby, that's not gonna happen. This is going to be rough. Is there anything I can pick up and throw nearby, Joe?
1: Uh, I don't know, like a tea tray, some candlesticks, a table? I'm going to
0: take the pistol that's on my
1: belt and I'm going to butt whip the glass.
2: I'm going to say, I think I see Rambler looking at you, looking around and says, What, what are you planning on doing there, brother?
0: going to break the glass. I'm going to butt whip the glass with my gun.
2: I I put a handout for you to stop, but I still have the pistol trained on the guard.
0: (laughs) I butt whip the glass, Joe. Does it work, or does the gun barrel, or does it just bounce off?
1: Make a flat strength check, because this is tough glass.
0: Flat strength? A d20? Yep,
1: no, no training would help you with this. That's a nine. Okay, you smack into it pretty hard. It makes a loud noise, but the glass is thick and reinforced. It has, like, lattice of metal through it and the pistol butt bangs off. Uh, immediately afterward, you hear another gunshot.
2: Yeah, I'm going to And then you. another. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh,
1: the guard looks fucking slim. Clear.
2: I'm just going to like it. Rambler like gestures at the guard and says, can you take care of him? Oh, the guard,
1: yeah. The guard shakes his head like, please, no, please, I'll do anything. Uh, and
2: then Rambler is just going to like burst out of the room and, and try to try to go help Slim.
1: Can you open this door? Should we go into initiative? Let. Yeah, let's go into initiative. The exact order doesn't matter so much as the fact that everyone will go once. I've got a 10.
4: Do I roll at all, or?
1: Yes, you roll too, please, because things are going to happen outside as well, because okay. y'all split the party, and it's going to be a real clusterfuck.
4: Sorry about that. Yay, uh, we're going to all reasons.
0: die.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm rolling physical dice.
1: Just because you like being different.
4: Yeah, I got an 18.
1: 15. I got a 13. Uh, we have an initiative order. The initiative goes Dorian with an 18, Rambler with a 15, Slim with a 13, Azazel with a 10, and then me and all the NPCs with a 7. We start with Dorian, but Dorian, we're kind of catching up to you because you've been outside for a little bit. But you, you ran outside, you went back to the rubble pile where the Beast and Little Wolf are hiding, right?
4: Uh, close, yeah. Roughly around then. Um, I'm... If I had that amount of time to get there, then probably.
1: Okay. You see a guard sprint out the back door, shouting, Intruder in the garden! Intruder in the garden! Look alive, men! And a few other guards go, What? Where? And they all grab their muskets and start uh, moving down the center of the estate towards you. So they're moving towards you. They're going to sweep left. So, sorry. All of this explanation probably means nothing. But they're they're about... 100 feet away they're closing in on your position in maybe two turns they're going to be close enough to move around the rubble pile and see you and when you get over there the beast is you see he's playing cards little wolf and they look up and he says how'd it go and then you hear the guard bust out and say intruder in the garden and he goes probably not well and pulls his cutlass so what do you want to do on your turn dorian
4: I think the first thing he's going to do is grab a hold of his crossbow and uh, his bolts to uh, suit up for that in case of combat.
1: The beast makes sure his pistol is loaded, has his cutlass at the ready. Uh, He looks over at Little Wolf, who pulls out his own beast's cutlass, and he says, You know how to use that, boy? And, And Little Wolf says, Of course I do. I've been around the block a few times. And the beast raises his eyebrows like, I don't believe you so everyone's kind of getting ready for a fight
4: yeah I think uh the if I have enough time for a preparation action Dorian is going to uh load up his crossbow and get ready to shoot and it's as soon as there's aggravation going on from the guards which I'm sure there will be
1: okay cool so you're yeah you you and rambler and little wolf are all set for a fight in in two turns they'll round the corner you can shoot at them earlier than that though uh, if you wish. Um, but yeah, for now, your turn is just, like, getting all your gear, and making sure you're ready to go. Okay, next, Rambler. Rambler, you walk out the big two doors, and you see the butler sprint out of Sloane's room screaming, and then immediately followed by a corpse cut in half, flying out the door behind him and splattering against the wall. What do you do? You hear more gunshots.
2: I'm going to jump into that room.
1: So, the Rambler runs up to poke his head into the uh sloan's office uh he looks in to see a maddening sight slim isn't there a star spawn is in the center of the room grabbing guards slamming in the walls crushing their heads like melons destroying furniture slicing the the tapestries on the walls and just ruining the place sloan has taken cover behind her desk and is firing at the star spawn dealing decent damage with a repeating pistol and beating the creature back a chair just comes hurtling out blasting against the doorframe splinters go flying and the rambler has to duck backwards to avoid getting basically like decapitated by a flying chair uh there's more to this scene but this is just what uh what the rambler notices as he first looks in so rambler what do you do I'm rolling a dice to make an attack Cool, Uh, we we see 20 to hit Oh wow, that's very good We see the Rambler uh, lift a carbine and fire it into the room He aimed and hit uh, with a 20 dealing 7 damage to Sloane which is not enough to kill her It nabs her good in the upper arm and she shouts in pain and adjusts adjusts to get better cover behind the desk uh, and she prepares to return fire at the Rambler the star spawn starts to like fold outward and consume the room, like pull itself, stretch itself over the walls, surrounding the last guard who's firing. Uh, well, he fires once and then uh, attempts to like smash his musket into the star spawn. And we lose sight of the action after that as uh, Rambler, the doorway you're taking cover behind gets just completely consumed by starspawn the doorway is filled by this like writhing starry night and you hear horrific screaming and the tearing and rending of flesh inside and sloan going by the maker shit and more gunfire and then a ratcheting noise as a uh, slim you see sloan dive backward as the starspawn grabs her uh, desk and tears it in half she pulls down a lever disguised as a book on a bookshelf behind her and the bookshelf starts twisting around and she um she has this repeating pistol which is like a like a revolver but it uses a chain of bullets uh she fires the last few shots into the star spawn seemingly doing nothing as the uh bookcase turns fully around blocking her from view as she screams in pain and holds her arm as the star spawn smashes into the bookcase, books go falling, we see the final like pieces of what used to be just seconds ago a living man just spraying blood, falling at the ground, and finally the star spawn writhes and um starts stretching out the door towards the Rambler. But by then it starts to finally get under control and recede towards the center of the room. Okay, so Azazel, it's your turn. Hey. Uh, you hear screaming, you hear like furniture being destroyed, you hear a gunshot. What do you do? I'm going to sh- You're you're not in that room though. You're in the normal room or you're in the parlor with the cabinet of curiosities right there.
0: I'm going to shoot at the glass at the ca- in the cabinet.
1: Okay. Real quick rewind. Did you knock out the guard who's here terrified for his life? Uh n- did you wait you want me t- did you you asked me to take care of him?
0: He said, "Please don't. I'll do anything." So I'll just be like, don't move, and then I'll turn and fire my pistol at the cabinet.
1: Okay, the guard just like sprints out of the room screaming. He's not a threat. He just like runs, and you fire the bullet into the cabinet of curiosities. Uh,
0: I it, I really hope that this doesn't have bulletproof glass. This daining. it doesn't
1: break the glass, but it like makes a web of cracks, and then from there, I think you can smash it.
0: Okay, uh, but I guess the gunshots my turn though.
1: It's an action. I think you can use your movement to smash the glass and open it.
0: Okay, we'll be a little wonky with the I with mean, the rules. Yeah, so I'll take that's it. That's pretty though. wonky,
1: but honestly, like I'll I, take it. Whatever. <laughs> I was even more wonky with the last turn, so don't worry about it. Um, I, th- I think last yeah, turn was so you... kosher. Well, actually, no. I, I I guess I would agree, but but uh, Azazel, you shooting and then smashing and then opening. Uh, the cabinet, I think, is like a full turn. That's all your stuff. Then I will be done. When you open it, you see there. There are quite a few things in here you might want to steal. Um, but uh, we'll we'll get back to you in a second. Meanwhile, it's my turn. Uh, wow, I just realized I didn't really give myself a turn. All the DM, or all the NPCs kind of just, like, went on your guy's turn. Um, Yeah, I did. Except for the guards. So that means means nothing
0: happens on your turn.
1: No, I'm forgetting the guards outside. Uh, Dorian, you see three guards, uh, muskets at the ready, close in on your position, but they don't see you yet. And that's, that's the, that's the DM turn. Back to Dorian, what are you doing?
4: They're still, uh, they're still making their way towards closer.
1: Three guards are steadily approaching. They'll be here next turn.
4: They absolutely will see us, too.
1: They're on their way to seeing you. You can probably pull some sneaky stuff and stealth around them, but it would be hard. It Also, from the sound of gunshots in the house, you're pretty sure the gig is up.
4: So I think with that, like I was asking, like, it, it seems like there's a guarantee that, that regardless there's going to be conflict between us.
1: Oh, they're looking for intruders, ready to shoot them.
4: Fine. Uh, so Dorian is going to release I think the crossbow in the nearest guard.
1: Okay, make an attack.
4: Roll a 13, adding a +4 to make it 17.
1: Think that definitely hits. Yes, that easily hits. Roll the damage. Got it. 7. Okay, the guard is alive, but it he takes the shot like to the abdomen and screams and like falls to the ground writhing in pain. Uh, the other two guards are like, oh, shit.
4: He looks to the beast and uh, to Little Wolf and says, look alive.
1: The the beast smiles and says, nice shot, kid. And he dodges out and fires his own pistol. He successfully hits. Uh, he's shooting at a different guard to spread out the damage and hopefully incapacitate them. And let me roll his damage quick. Uh, So you fire on the first guard, you nab him in the abdomen, he screams falling to the ground, the beast fires at the second guard, the second guard's like, it it hits him in the arm, and there's just like an explosion of flesh and blood, and the second guard falls as well, just kind of like stunned into silence. That's basically two down, and the final guard goes, oh, by the maker, and uh, arms to shoot. Little Wolf does nothing. Meanwhile, Rambler, it's your turn. Cool. I think I'm gonna take a look at Slim.
2: Uh, It looks like generally, what's in the room, what's going on in the room, looks like it's under control. Does Slim look stable?
1: That's really hard to tell right now.
2: All right, I'm going to look at the bookcase that turned around. Like, is it obvious where the other side might lead to? So, like, a secret room that probably doesn't have another exit, or is it just like
1: who you do not know because you don't know the layout of this building well enough. It could be there is another room just to your left. There's another door you could enter, and it might be that room. Uh, That would be the most logical assumption. However, if it's an escape hatch of some kind, it could lead wherever. It could lead to, like, a hatch that goes down. You don't know.
2: So I I think I'm just going to spend this turn, like, taking the help action, and that's just going to be helping Slim, like, get back
1: on his feet and get like all right and proper. Okay, interesting. Hey, Azazel, it's your turn.
0: I want to grab several of those things. First off, I'm going to remove my shirt and wrap it around the um the speci- the object I'm here for because I don't want I don't want to touch it with my bare hands quite yet. And then I'm going to grab a handful of things and stuff them into the oversized pockets that I have. I don't have my bag on me, do I? I wouldn't assume so.
1: No, you don't. I
0: didn't think so. So I'm just going to stuff a bunch of these things into my oversized pockets.
1: Okay, write down in your inventory, uh, do you want to try grabbing the book? It's a little big.
0: I'll carry the book uh, I'll and I'll put the book with the other
1: object. Wrapped it wrapped in my shirt. So you have the artifact. You have an ancient book with a strange rune on the front printed in red. You have a, a vial of swirling red liquid. With, uh, with little like sparks of light twinkling in and out, and that is it.
0: Okay, hold on. Those are the
1: interesting things you grab. So
0: I've got a vial of strange liquid. Vial of strange liquid.
1: Swirling red liquid with little stars blinking in it.
0: Red liquid. Uh, book with ruin and yes, uh, the dodecahedron. That's
1: basically yeah everything you can see that look.
0: Oh, that's okay. That's it. I'll just wrap the whole all of the stuff into my shirt, and then I will. I can't really reload my gun at this point and I don't have anything else on me besides my knife. I'm going to go and kind of cautiously use my movement and I'll just kind of cautiously look into the uh, out the door and see what's going on. Try to get, decipher what's going on.
1: Uh, make a perception check.
0: Okay. My perception is not super good. Uh, I rolled a five
1: you move back and poke your head out the door and you see it's bad dude the the hallway the door to sloan's office is open there's a trail of blood and two halves of a guard's corpse splattered against the far wall uh, that look like they have been thrown from sloan's office there is a clear kind of sparkling trail of dark grayish slime that moves from sloan's office to the empty bedroom on your left uh one of the last bedrooms you looked at and other than that you can see like a rifle lying on the ground and you can hear a gunshot and shouting outside i'm gonna
0: grab the rifle and then end my movement by going into the room where the kid was
1: i don't think you can grab the rifle uh Uh, you you spend your time grabbing up all your stuff oh
0: yeah yeah Uh, i'll just i'll just end my movement plus i don't have hands for it i'll just end my movement um by stepping into the room where that one dude
1: was I think you'd have to go, if you wanted to spend your movement going to the nearest room, you'd have to go to the one closest to you, which is the one the black slime leads to.
0: Well, I'm not trying to go into the closest room. I'm trying to go into the room specifically where the kid was.
1: I don't think you have enough movement to get there.
0: Okay, well, I'll miss start making my way there. I'll use the rest of my my next turn getting there.
1: Uh, you start walking across the, the floor. Uh, Slim and the Rambler, y'all close the door behind you?
2: Uh... I wouldn't
3: have.
1: I do not. I, I
3: okay. think.
2: I think we. Uh, I think at this point we're in different rooms. Not entirely sure though.
1: I thought you followed Slim. No. Oh, I wait. Think I'm, I think I'm gonna work with the bookcase. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Azazel, as you walk forward, you see. You catch out of the left, out of your left eye, as you pass the first bedroom on your left, the door is open, and inside, is a creature of swirling blackness with stars in it can i see the rambler wait you look to your right and the rambler okay the rambler is looking at a bookcase inside sloan's office which is a mess of blood and body parts and broken furniture
0: i i kind of i guess that's the end of my movement so in a way i I like freeze up when i see the the scenes
1: yeah (laughs) these scenes super fair now it's the npc's turn dorian by one dude a guard shouts you bastards and runs forward firing his rifle at dorian dorian what's your ac
4: uh i don't have my armor with so isn't that 10 plus dex correct so 12
1: he just misses so he fires his rifle and there's a as like the bullet impacts right next to you in the shed uh and he doesn't throw his rifle away but instead braces it up to come at you with the bayonet he is attempting a bayonet charge. And you hear Little Wolf, like, inhale a, a shaky breath, and the ra- er, and the beast prepare his cutlass. And then it is back to your turn. What do you do? This man is charging you, bayonet at the ready. Two of his friends lie bleeding on the ground, screaming and moaning in pain.
4: Fuck. So Dorian is going to, uh, he, his eyes goes wide. This thing looks deadly as hell, right?
1: Uh, uh, bayonets... You've heard tales, or sorry, you've read in books. If you're stabbed with a bayonet, you will never recover.
4: His immediate instinct then is to go and uh, quickly sets down his crossbow, takes out uh, from, like, he reaches into his pocket and takes out a vial of water. Uh, he opens it. The liquid inside comes to life, powered by his magic, and slings itself along the room before extending over his person and cases him in armor like ice. He casts ar- Armor of Agathus.
1: You hear the beast go, holy shit. You see real fear enter the eyes of the guard, but he's too determined. He's committed to the charge. He's going in. And you hear you hear Little Wolf is like stuttering, like he's trying to say something, but he doesn't get any words out. And then the beast does not move forward to attack. Instead, he places himself between Little Wolf and the charging dude. The Rambler, it's your turn. You're examining this bookcase, and you see Azazel just, like, walk out with a bundle of stuff in his shirt, look left, look right, and freeze. What do you do? Hey, Azazel. Get what we need?
2: Yeah? Well, what's going on? Things have gotten, uh, complicated. We gotta get out of here. I
0: look back into the room with a sludge monster.
2: Look, don't... That's something I had to cook up to get Slim out of here, but he's he's not in a good way. We We really gotta get out of here. Get that, get that case open and get that dodecahedron. Lady to House Sloane. She, he, he points to a bookcase. She got out that way. Might want to try to intercept her. Maybe we can get a ransom. Okay. I think the last thing we're going to do is just try to inspect the bookcase to see which one turns it around.
1: Uh, it looks one way. It would have to be reset manually. I can do that through a mechanism that most likely requires a like, uh, panel of the wall being removed. It it looks designed to be an escape i do it i don't think it's that easy uh you you would need time and tools is what i'm saying i do it hey slim what are you doing part of the deal is that the gig is up so slim what do you do uh what can i fucking do you you're in immense amounts of pain you may or may not be dying if you don't get help but you can try to help yourself if you want to make another i feel like this would be a constitution save you want you want me me to roll
3: you may do the Let me thing let me let me earlier. just let me just reiterate you want you want me to roll. I want more critical fails from you, Slim. No. I I want I want my luck to change in this. See, I'm guessing that the vial of red liquid is a health potion, but Slim would not know that.
1: I mean you look at the bundle Azazel has in his arms and you feel hungry. Mm. Hungry. How can he see me when I can't see him? That's a real good question, ain't it? one i'd like
0: answered <laughs> if possible
3: i would like um would i be able to just try and grab the thing from his hand yeah
1: with your movement you can go up to where azazel is azazel may try to resist you but you can Yeah, what's approaching me joe you can you can open up the bundle and attempt to grab the thing you hunger for Alrighty,
3: righty so you see the big old blob at the back of that bedroom, shift and just kind of, like, grossly crawl its way over to you as, like, tendrils um, are created and then reabsorbed into it as it kind of dragged itself along. Uh, and then, you, like, a pseudopod is kind of, kind of like, come up out of it and kind of try and grab for the thing you have.
0: Huh. Uh, hey, what do I need to roll to keep it away from him?
3: I
1: think that would be Contested Athletics. Uh Slim, you gain an extra plus two.
0: As I scream and, t- and try to t- t- pull the thing away from me or pull the thing away from him.
3: So this will be instead of minus one, it'll be plus one. Don't have anything else that's a plus one though, so we'll oh,
1: just hold on. Yours yeah. is normally minus one? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: No,
1: we'll 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 keep it at a at a set. Azazel?
0: Oh, uh I rolled a fourteen plus six i got a 20 a dirty 20
1: okay the the pseudopod reaches up and goes for the uh the bundle you have in your arms and you just like reel back and like snap the bundle away
0: oh i mean i'm screaming i'm screaming
1: you azazel you can clearly see the bones of a human skeleton as well as slim's pack his backpack with all his stuff in it floating inside the pseudopod
0: something ate slim Something hit slim! Uh,
3: yeah, I'll try and communicate, but it'll just be Oh my god. It it gurgles at you.
0: What the fuck is going on?
1: Azazel, what do you do?
0: It's my turn, isn't it?
1: It's your turn, Azazel.
0: I I turn and I run.
1: Which way? Which way, fam? I
0: was going to go into that kid's room because I was gonna try to save him. I don't think I I don't think I have that option anymore. I'm gonna run uh towards an exit. The back exit, if possible. Okay. Like,
3: I I believe the room that Rambler's in is directly opposite the one I'm coming out of. Yes. And so I think we're sharing the space right now. Yeah. So Azazel, if you make a break
1: for it, Rambler can get a attack of opportunity. Rambler. Sorry, not Rambler. Slim. Uh, sorry, not slim, the creature that ate slim.
0: Okay, uh, that's fine, I'm running. I'll use the disengage action for my boat, for my action.
1: Uh, yeah, you disengage, you run 30 feet down the hall. Hey, Dorian. Yes, am uh, With a battle cry, this guard jumps at you and thrusts his bayonet-tipped musket, trying to stab you center mass. Okay. Ooh, it hits.
4: For how much? What's the roll?
1: You're right, I didn't check with you. His roll to hit is a 22 total.
4: Oh, yeah, that definitely hits.
1: <laughs> Not a that 20, but he rolled a 19 plus 3.
4: I'm glad he didn't crit.
1: <laughs> That's what we in the business call a large oof. He stabs you for 7 plus 1, 8 piercing damage.
4: I am so glad I used Armor of Agathis. It gives temporary HP, and he takes 5 cold damage. So I imagine like he thrusts the bayonet into dorian and the the oh, cold yeah. creeps up towards him
1: yeah it, it gets onto this guy's fingers and they start to turn like black from frostbite and he screams dorian it's your turn what do you do
4: okay um oh, he uh he is hurting something fierce and he is feeling a little shaky on his legs he uh he looks towards the beast and says guess the gig is up and he turns raises up his hand and he is going to tendrils of varying greens with threads of gold erupt from his heart to the palm of his hand. Power accumulates disrupting the air surrounding it. So you, you see that his hair kind of like billow a little bit and, uh, has like this crackling energy and erupts from his palm and it goes right into the head of the guard. He casts Eldritch uh, Blast.
1: Roll to hit and damage. Uh, you are at disadvantage cause he's within five feet.
4: So he uh rolled a total of let me look at my stats, total of ten. Is that enough to hit him?
1: Ooh, how, okay. Yeah, so you you push your hand forward and out comes this eldritch blast and it blasts into this dude and his uniform like soaks the impact and he staggers backward, coughing, but he's a uh, uh yeah.
4: He uh he he says to him that was a warding shot. Run.
1: The beast, finally kind of overcoming his shock, steps into action. And the beast walks forward, draws his cutlass, and with one swipe, shink, the guard falls, collapses to the ground. The last words on his lips are, cultist! As he crumples, the beast, with blood dripping from his sword, looks back at you and says, You are alright, lad?
4: He nods minutely and says hurt a bit but that then armor helped
1: he nods and points to little wolf and says take care of the boy he's in shock and then he turns around wiping the blood off his saber and walks towards the two guards who are moaning on the ground in pain from their wounds
4: dorian grabs hold of the kid's hand uh and grabs the rest of his things and i think he i guess next turn is gonna start heading out
1: Little Wolf is shaking, and uh, uh, he looks like he's trying to say something, but he can't.
4: He he can grab all of his things, correct?
1: Yes. Uh, Rambler, it is your turn. Man, I don't know what I'm doing.
4: Theme of the session.
1: <laughs> I think
2: that I I saw what was happening between the thing that ate Slim and Azazel, and I think I'm just going to try, I'm going to turn around and be like, Hey, hey stop that! Azazel, get, get on out of here! I think Azazel's like, Already, already fucking gone by the time I say that and I'm just going to run over to the thing and, and try to deal with it.
1: Okay, and ha- how you're dealing with the thing that ate Slim will be resolved in the next initiative? Yep. And uh, Azazel, he he hasn't left left, but he's he's sprinting away. Uh, The thing that ate Slim.
3: Oh god, let's see. I've been trying to think of what to actually do, and it's just like I guess continuing to try and go after, but if If Rambler's there, that would probably put, like, give it pause.
1: I think at this point, the thing that ate Slim is capable of rudimentary communication. Uh All right, Azazel, uh, your turn is just run.
0: Yeah, I'm running out. I was going to save that poor kid, but, like, I don't think that's an option right now.
1: That that's up to you, dude. You could you could risk it with the like no, I'm horrifying goo no, monster leaving. that looks I'm, like a starry I'm, night sky or you I'm could already
0: go. I'm already out the door. Bye bye.
1: As you're sprinting away, you have to go down the stairs and you see like a bunch of soldiers gathering and a woman is yelling at them saying, Assemble a perimeter, we surround the building and we kill whatever it is, and then you're out the door. They don't see you, and you sprint out the back.
0: Dorian, you see a shirtless Azazel with a bundle in his arms running towards you.
1: Azazel, you see the beast walk up to two men who are lying on the ground, one of them holding a torn-up arm that looks like a gunshot wound, and the other scrambling to try and, like, pull out a crossbow bolt from his chest. The beast very calmly just, like, clubs both of these men on the head with his cutlass. Oh, I thought he was gonna kill them. That's better. And then he stands up and says, Azazel!
0: You're all right. We should go. We, we we should go right now. There's something in there. Uh, Rambo is right behind me. I think.
1: Great. Thank the Maker. I thought we'd lost you. I, I. The guards are all alerted. It's only a matter of time before an army is running up. And and then he like kind of hushes his voice as you come up and like I I assume you kind of slow down as you come up to him. Nope. Nope. You're just going.
0: I'm looking for my brother.
1: Yeah. You you run past him and he says, "Your brother's a bit." Uh. uh okay. And you run past, and you see Dorian holding Little Wolf's hand. Dorian, it's your turn. Little Wolf looks really shaken up.
4: He he's like, we ha- we have to keep moving. Come on, kid. Just keep your one foot for the other. Come on.
1: Little Wolf doesn't look like he wants to move, but he kind of like forces himself to.
4: He's kind of like I imagine half dragging him, half um half walking with him. Yeah. Uh, I I'd, I'd like to since it cut through the armor of Agatha, I'd like to think that there is on the jumpsuit that he's currently wearing blood kind of dripping from it
1: yes and there are like shards of ice on the ground oh azazel you also see a a man who is definitely dead with a cutlass wound in his chest and frostbitten fingers and a horrified look on his face in a guard uniform lying on the ground next to dorian
0: weird i keep going um to towards dorian but that's not my turn so i don't really make any actual progress
1: beast says you you three keep on going i'm gonna wait for oh no and you you guys both like kind of look back to see that there are now soldiers uh running around the perimeter trying to encircle the house
0: how far away until we get away
1: you guys are pretty close to the like back gate honestly if you don't turn back you can leave next turn you can be out of the combat zone
0: time to go rambler and slim will be okay
1: right max something about your (sighs)
0: Slim got eaten by something. The Rambler's still in there, though. Eaten by- Eaten by what? I don't know. It was some kind of weird, grotesque slime monster. It must have been, like, the, the the property of the woman there. She must, like, own all these monsters. I mean, she has the strange artifacts. What's- I,
4: <sighs> You got- Do you have the item? Yeah. Uh, I- I'm not in condition to go back in there. Uh, they're good- They're good to leave, right? Yeah.
1: The beast says, ah, shit, I don't want to leave anyone behind. I'm going to try and create enough of a distraction to let them escape. You, you head off. Uh, Meet, meet back at the ship if you're, if you make it. Okay. Don't wait for me. Not more than a day. The whole town will be after you.
4: I bet if there are any witnesses.
1: The beast kind of looks at the two people he knocked out and says, there, there will be witnesses. Let's go. We run off. Okay, you two exit the combat. The beast checks his, like, last pistol, kisses it, and walks towards the gathering soldiers. Rambler and Slim, it's back to you.
2: I think we're, uh... How's Slim looking?
1: He's rough. He's limping.
3: He's... He's bleeding. He's at 1 HP, I mean.
2: Yeah,
1: I guess that
3: happens at 1 HP. I'm just trying to think of a fucking way for us to actually get out.
2: Yeah,
1: which way are you guys headed?
2: I think I think that I look at the window... Up at the top, and
1: I see that we're, we're, we're kind of getting surrounded. Yes, you can see soldiers gathering outside. They're all aimed inward toward the house. There are a lot. and But you also see, walking up behind them, a lone dwarf. Just like, in on the grounds. Just like, standing up and walking out uh, behind the guards. Oh,
2: well, will be damned. That's, that's the beast. I think, hey, Slim, I think the beast is going to try to get us out of here, but... I think we might be able to get out with something better. That woman, I don't see her out there. We might be able to grab her and use her as collateral to escape. Slim just kind of like weakly nods. I reckon she'll be pretty surprised to see you again. So if we can get, yeah, I think our goal is just find her and scare her. You good enough to walk, how, how fast
3: can you move? He starts moving at max speed. What what What's max speed, Joe? Slim, you're at half speed. 15 feet at half max speed on the
2: way down i'm just trying to posture like i've got the lover action ready uh it is sorry, it the, is a the, the it is a muzzle
1: ready. muzzle loaded carbine yeah so it's like yeah. a musket just shorter
2: Are the muzzle loaded carbine ready and i'm just like i'm just trying to look intimidating
1: okay i've uh, got so my re- my my pistol you're headed downstairs yep okay you come downstairs and ooh, okay i'm mm, Okay, I'm definitely going to let you guys make a stealth check on this one. If you wish. Or maybe... How, how stealthy this I'm going to be is going to depend on what I see. Okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you what you see. You start walking downstairs, and first you hear it, then you see it. There are maybe no less than 15 soldiers clustered in the front of the house, so they're way down this hallway from you, but you can see them clearly if you walk all the way down the stairs. And Sloan holding her arm still wincing in pain but with her repeating pistol in hand is shouting orders saying we're going to find this monster and we're going to kill it if if y'all don't roll well she's going to turn around and see ya. oh god why would you say I, that <laughs>
2: i can uh, can i cast minor illusion uh to tra- yes, like may. is is her back to us like can we get like a okay, bit yes. of a drawing or something just so i can understand where we are in relation to her cuz like What I would like to do, the optimal thing, would be, like, somehow get to her and get a gun to her head. So that way we
1: can guarantee getting out. The the scene as I'm going to describe it, that would be extremely hard. So it might just be best to, like, jump out a second-story window. Yes, there is a second-story rear window.
2: Cool, that's... I say, Slim, we should probably just go through the second-story window.
1: Alright, moving back up the stairs. Okay, so, jumping out a window think is either athletics or acrobatics so i'm both gonna need you to roll it as you do so you see out the rear in the back of the house where these soldiers are gathering they're starting to gather to try and surround it you see the beast like look up at the window and then draw his pistol and fire on one of the soldiers and they all like turn around freaking out you guys are gonna make the jump
2: yeah i think i think now's the time
1: both roll for
3: it you want to do a countdown yes yes uh, three, two, one. Oh, are you oh, fucking oh, oh. kidding me? Please tell me. Are you? Are you?
0: Please tell <laughs> me. You, one, you
3: one.
0: Please tell fuck me.
3: no. Okay. Okay. I got a five and a seven. He rolled a two
1: and a four. Meanwhile, the rambler got a nineteen, which was bumped up to twenty. So he got a dirty twenty. Can I like use some of my score to help my teammate? I'm gonna offer you a devil's bargain.
3: Okay. A second one.
1: This is to the Rambler.
3: Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: You see Slim is about to splat on the rear lawn. You can you can shield him with your body, but you're gonna take a bunch of damage. However, he will not. Fucking take it. Okay, so you you got a good roll, but you can just give that roll to him and instead take the five yourself. I will I will trade. Okay, before doing this though. The
2: Rambler just looks to the right and goes, Ah oh, damn.
1: You take three damage,
3: Rambler. Oh, I'm not the only one rolling bad tonight.
1: <laughs> you take three damage and Slim, <laughs> Slim survives. You both hit the ground and you hear, you hear the beast say, Come on, you lily-livered landlubbers. I've been waiting for this all week. And another gunshot. And then him scream, I've been saving this for a special occasion. And the hiss of a fuse on a bomb. What do you do?
3: make sure the bomb isn't near us and then try and get away and see if there's a place where there aren't guards, Escape route, where. We're
2: running, I say, I'm going to do what I can to help our beast. Okay. He's got to save us. I think though I might as well try to help him. And on the way out, I'm just going to be casting like minor illusion to make explosion noises.
1: Yeah. So the bomb comes down. The uh, the people uh, around Beast scatter, and you see basically them break ranks, and you see a path clear straight through Beast, but the bomb is right there, and then the fuse on the bomb sizzles down to zero, and nothing happens, and the Beast says, I, "Come on!" I I make explosion noises though. The men have broken ranks, but they all still have their guns, and the Beast shouts, "Come on!" You guys both run towards him, and he fires again, and says go go and he's like urging you guys on and then just as you pass him you see him go (gasps) and a bullet goes straight through him and he staggers and stumbles back and it like moves himself between you as another bullet goes through him and you see the bullet actually bounce off your back rambler but without enough force to hurt you what do you do i'm gonna turn around and take a take a good look at beast He's just been shot twice, and he's dropping his pistol and pulling another one out. As like, there's literally a fire line, firing line of dudes in front of him. If you stick around, you're gonna get shot as well.
0: We did it. We killed the captain.
1: <sighs> Mutiny succeeded. No, that's not what I wanted. The, the beast turns around and starts to say, "Run!" Blood spilling from his mouth as another volley of shots goes off, and like bullets whiz by you in the chaos. There's smoke. You can see the beast's hat falls off. What do you do? Just, just being sure. There's not
2: really any good, feasible way a level one character can
1: can stop what's happening? this from happening. I hate to be that kind of DM, but it's like ten soldiers are like laying down a field of fire. You guys are, are running, and the beast is basically body blocking and has taken two shots for you. If you were to turn around, you would most likely suffer the same fate. So there's no shame in running. If we were to drop back into initiative and try to do this as a fight, it would be really hard. The last thing I do is a minor illusion.
2: That's just a beast's body hitting hitting the ground. So there's so now there's two beasts, and okay. and one of one of them is one of them is just motionless on the ground, and it'll I, last for a minute. And I say, good luck, brother.
1: And the beast he stumbles and falls and turns back to you, and he mouths his final words. Only the Rambler is able to catch them. Rambler Rambler gives, like, a solemn nod. And then you flee in the smoke and the chaos and the bullets and the screaming. And that's uh, that. Yeah, the camera sees Sloane, like, bursts out the back shouting, Where are they? Where's the beast? And she, like, fires her pistol at you guys as you're fleeing, and then looks down and sees two, the body of two dwarves lying on the ground and a sneer comes across her like bloodied face and we cut to dorian with little wolf stumbling behind him his lip quivering azazel fleeing right behind a bundle clutched tightly in his arms we see adele ride up in what looks like a nobleman's carriage and bust open the door and he goes get in. The camera pans up and opens on Governor Sloane, and she is sitting at her really nice desk. Her hands are together on the desk, and we see her face clear as day. There is no scar along her face. She has this grisly scar along the side of her face when we saw her in-game. But here, the scar's gone, and she is looking sternly straight ahead, and the a timestamp on the bottom of the screen reads 3 months prior she says madame commissioner so nice of you to come see me in person and you brought guests the camera slowly pans around to reveal a tall imposing woman for us as viewers we'd recognize her as hispanic but of course there's no there's like not really such a thing in the sky ocean she is in the garb of a warden with the scarf and the long duster and the hat uh she is flanked by two wardens who are made of iron their eyes are glowing green beads below their hats and their hands are obviously like steel and she says i had to pay you a visit after the warm reception you gave my man earlier this month Sloan kind of waves it off and says "Eh, it didn't give me a choice the commissioner says don't be ridiculous he had every right to be here and Sloan says on the contrary I believe you've got it all wrong it was on my land without my permission taking my people and investigating my belongings the commissioner crosses her arms and looks low beneath the brim of her hat and says i believe you do not understand what we at the warden commission do we investigate we are the law and sloan says and i believe you do not understand that i am above the law you do not have jurisdiction here I never want to see another warden on this island or any of the islands under my jurisdiction again. The commissioner looks around. The room is lined with guards, all with guns. And the commissioner says, You don't want to do this the hard way, do you, Sloane? Come on. We've known each other now for, what, ten years? Do you really want it to go this way? And Sloane, in almost a low growl, says, Don't test me, sister. After a long pause, the commissioner says, You know what you're doing is in direct violation to the crown and her rule. And Sloane says, On the contrary, I am the crown. Here, I am in charge. Your wardens can fuck off. The commissioner lunges forward, leaps onto the desk, and with a flash of steel, a knife is produced from nowhere. The men, the guards in the room, all raise their guns. The two wardens that came in with the commissioner flip their coats back, and their hips separate apart to reveal pistols that extrude from their legs that they grab. But, fast as lightning, the hands of the two wardens are shot, and they drop their guns, and we pan over to see Sloane and the commissioner on the desk, and Sloane has one hand on the commissioner's throat. The commissioner has a hand on Sloane's hand, and blood is dripping from her knife. A long cut has been drawn up Sloane's cheek, and in Sloane's other hand is a smoking pistol. All of the guards' guns are trained on the commissioner. And Sloane takes a deep breath and says, You have no power here. Drop the knife, and we can settle this like women. After a few deep breaths, the commissioner drops the knife and staggers backward. And Sloane takes a deep breath, touches her brutally cut face, and looks up and says, Now to the matter of payment and the commissioner says what? for my face I demand a record of every single warden who comes in here, touches my islands again, their names, their ranks a record of everything they do, everything they investigate over my desk I will do your job here in the frontier this is my domain. And again, the commissioner looks like she's about to start. But the gun, the guard's guns are still trained on her. And she glares and looks back at her two wardens, which are both clutching their broken hands. And she says, Fine. We will discuss this in the city on neutral grounds. No more tricks. And Sloane says, Fine. No more tricks, and waves a hand, and the guards raise their guns. And the commissioner sheathes the knife, it just disappears into her coat, and says, Let that wound be a reminder, Sloan. You may be above us, but that doesn't mean we still can't strike you. And then she turns on her heel and walks out. As the commissioner and her two wardens leave, the door shuts, and Sloan finally goes, Oh, oh gods! and grabs her face, and says, Get the surgeon at once! And struggles to stand up as the guards run to her. And the camera fades to black.
3: Because you helped the man. You stole the last nat 20. Getting losers were going shopping. Oh, speaking of which, Adele
1: waits for the Rambler. And um you see him and Slim, surprisingly. Uh though Slim looks
3: Yeah, um the only thing really recognizable about Slim at the moment is his coat. The rest of him y'all ever see what the night sky looks like out when you're out in the open ocean?
4: Yes, I no. have. Uh in the middle of Lake Superior.
3: It's like that, but imagine a skeleton floating in the middle of it.